Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, it's Todd. All right. Um, what can I say about this show? Okay, it was... For some reason, and I I think you'll enjoy the show better knowing that when we start talking about this is a horrible show, it's derailing, we felt like we weren't expressing ourselves good, we wanted to bring clarity to things and we felt lost, Uh, we're being honest. Whatever the reason is, I just felt like I, I wasn't in control. Now, I know normally the show's always all over the place, I get it, but I still feel in control. This show... Now, in hindsight, when we were listening to it, I thought, oh, that was okay, and this was okay. And, but while it was happening, we were really serious about it derailing. So I think knowing that when it happens, you might be able to appreciate how neurotic it sounds. I mean, even in hindsight, I do. So I think that's it. Um, it was just for whatever the reason, there was like just was chaos. Later in the show. Chaos meaning when we thought we were derailing. (laughs) All right, that's it. I'm derailing talking about derailing. (laughs) But, all right, enjoy the show. Um, Okay, bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Blake Wexler, please take your seat. Makes it sound like a bigger studio. Uh, 1R24, set 7, lockdown. Roll the jingle. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. Oh. If you don't fucking call me back this time, then don't call me ever oh, again. Silverman calls Todd in the Glass show. Watches August 12th. Todd. Jimmy Kimmel. Hey, it's Zach. El Zach. Oh, my God. Listen, man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Who does it? Comedy Central presents Todd Glass. Oh, my God. Comedy Central. Todd Glass. Ryan Regan. I, oh my god! Um, 
If you don't want me to do the podcast, just... He doesn't want Brian Regan to do the podcast. Do you want me to beg? I must be is big. That, is that the way you work? You want Brian Reed? Very funny podcast, the Todd Glass Show, can be found at Nerdist.com. Please welcome Todd Glass. Jimmy Fallon. That's no, nothing to sneeze at. From the beautiful Las Cienegas Strip. Okay. That was a glitch. High atop Black Horse Motors. It's the Todd Glass Show. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Nice opening. day in this beauty world. Every day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I've always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you please? Crazy opening. Turn that off completely. It's all right. Mikey? And let me tell you, I really enjoyed your character, the woman who's impressed by everything. Oh, the one with the opening jingle, please? Yeah. Do you, want, does you think it bothers people, like how she gets through every week? Uh, no, I, I just assumed that you gave her that she has the number, and a lot of people have that number. Yeah. You think Katie would be able to... Wait, by the way, Katie... Katie, this is the truth. She goes to the bathroom. She's been in the bathroom for maybe 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I just thought of something. Do you by any chance have the microphone still on in there? Yeah, I do. Shut the fuck up. You have the microphone. We never took it out of there from last week? Yeah. I'm going to fo- well, turn it on in there. What is she doing in there? Okay. Seriously, I'm not even joking around. Oh, my God. She plays in the toilet. She's disgusting. <laughs> Listen, I can hear her saying, oh, my God, she's, wait, is she supposed to be working right now? Yes, and she's playing in the water. Shh, shh, listen real close. I want to see if I can hear her. Wait, is she, is she asking for help? No, she's, yeah, she's drowning, Daniel, <laughs> in the bathroom or the toilet. This is, in, this is mind-maddening. Is she using her feet? No, she's in there with her hands, I imagine. What, just on her hands and knees, playing with the toilet water? Oh, my Oh, my God. She's having the time of her life. I don't know if I should be upset. Hold on, hold on. Should I be upset? Well, she sh- I don't care if she does it on her free. Let me listen again. I want to hear what she's doing. Shh, everyone be real quiet. She's having a ball in there. Who could- no wonder she wants. That's disgusting. I've never. I, I, I always ask Katie how she feels about working on the show. And she's always like, it's okay. Well, no wonder. Ask her how she but likes splashing water around from the toilet in her face. Like, that's what she really likes doing, obviously. Turn that mic off. 
Don't anybody say anything when she comes back out here. Or do you think we should? Seriously. Well, I mean, I don't. Th- I mean, do you think she's embarrassed by it? Seriously, I would be. She was in there splashing around. Oh my god! Do you think it's like one of those things like my weird addiction? What weird addiction do you have? You know, you know that show. No, it's a television show called My Weird Addiction, <laughs> and people are addicted to like doing weird stuff. Hold on, here she comes. Okay. Hey, Katie. Hey, guys. What are you doing in there? Peeing. 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 All this time. All this time. You were in there for 20 minutes. You were in there for 20 minutes. Okay, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I drank a lot of tea. <laughs> oh, is that why you like... Oh, does that make you want to play in the toilet? I... What? Katie, we have a tape of you, a, a CD, however they're recording <laughs> things these days. And there's a CD of you... Rec- uh, play it. Can you play it? Sure. Roll that in. <laughs> yeah. Okay, does that... Turn it off. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Did she fall in? No, this is a recording from before. All right, this, can you believe it? I swore to myself that I was going to have a clean opening. What, why are you laughing? That was great. What was great? <laughs> what is that? Maybe. Come on, shut that off. I'm getting confused. Why? That's Katie applauding for the bit uh, in the toilet. No, what? Hold on. With their hands I in like the applauding bowl. in water best. Guys, you're all scaring me. Stop. Shut the sound effects off. Seriously, turn them off. Chris, I'm not. I'm not kidding around. I've never heard a fade out that Shh. slow. I want everybody. in like an old movie. I've I've never heard. I'm a getting. Fade out I'm, that I'm, slow. I'm getting frustrated because oh, okay. I feel out of control. Whatever's going on over there, you know. When I say stop, yeah, but that means quickly. No, no. Are you this high? Oh, God, this is not going to be... No, it's going to be a good show. You say you got me this new fade-out thing? He's well, really be proud of it. He's just going to fade everything out real You bought him a new fade-out machine. What do you expect? It's not really a fade-out machine. I feel... All right, listen. Shh, shh, everybody. The reason I don't have a guest is so I can control things better. Let's make that happen. Now. <clears throat> I thought, oh, good. I'll have everyone on the crew today. They sort of... You know, if I have some guests, you know, I have to let them take the lead because I don't... You know, I'm not comfortable, but... With every, Mike Coleman is our guest today, and uh, you know I really consider you part of like the rotating. Yeah, I really, I really consider myself like a, a second sidekick. This me? is a compliment. Yeah, yeah, because I, I thought today we don't really have a guest. Uh, you just have like a friend. You know, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say. I'm just hanging out. Well, don't put. The, oh, I get what you're doing. The old take all the pressure off. That's you. right. It puts <laughs> it all just, on you. I'm just hanging out. You know me. I didn't even know I was going to be on the show. I'm just here to watch the master. Right. You know what? I'll take that because I think I could do a good job. Um. Chris Hardwick is still on hold. Should we just take his call? Yeah, let's take his call. Well, you got to get some stuff to get through, right? I do have some stuff. I do. Hold on. Take this call because I keep forgetting every week. Chris. Oh, hey, Todd. Yes, Chris. Todd. Hey. <laughs> Todd, it's Chris. Yeah, hi. What um, do you... I just called to say hi. That was rude. He, he waited all this time? To do that? I'm not even going to... Con- I cannot believe... He waited two weeks. Forget it. What do I care? He loves the show. I know. All right. He wants betting music. <laughs> the... Yeah. He wants us to do the show with this in the background. Oh. Well, I could think of worse things. The whole thing? Yeah, I guess yes. it's fine. All right. I don't know. Could add a little spark? The only thing I could do with this music in the background, I'm not joking around, is talk about whether I like it or not. I don't think I could. It seems like we. I don't know. To me, this you know doesn't make you feel like a winner. 
You know what this reminds me of? The dating game music, because I think it is. It's it's when they closed and they were all talking to each other. Oh yeah. Fade this out. Man. Quickly, quickly. That was yeah. another slow fade. I know. Well. Um, are you trying to show off? Who's here? Is it is it because Lexi's here? No, I'm just using the fade. No, it means fade. It means bring it down. Quickly. Okay. Chris, don't make me look crazy. And also, Kate, do you know Your that? eyes are so glazed. I, I'm not having this type of show. Let me start all over. Everyone, shh. Your eyes are pretty glazed. Chris? Katie just went to the bathroom again. Oh, my wow. God. This is maddening. Turn, turn the really mic on. You know what? In all fairness, hold on. Before we turn the mic on. <laughs> I feel like, what is she doing? She, there's no way she's still playing in the toilet. Well, I'm, I'm happy that she's doing something that she enjoys, but I honestly well, think that now there is a problem. Well, to tell you the truth, I, before I throw her under the bus, an expression I use a lot, I have a feeling now she's just... Turn the mic on. Let me hear what she's doing in there. Whee! I bet she... Just singing. Who sings La La La? Except I mean, it's weird because I feel like there's a serious problem happening there, but she's so carefree. Oh, Did she just hit her head on the toilet. Oh, oh my God! God. She had a baby. Bird and washing a baby. <laughs> she had a baby. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Katie's been in there. Washing a baby and having a time of her life. Oh my, oh my god. She had a baby, Lamaze. That's she's, what she's doing in there. I don't been, I don't know. You think so? She's been washing her baby this whole time. Oh my god, and she comes back out here like nothing happened. She doesn't want us to know she has a baby. Did I you feel know horrible. I don't care if she has a baby. Wait, Wait, what's I, going I mean on? they can't talk they can't be yelling like that during the show, but well, that's wait, the wait, thing. Wait. She's being nice. She doesn't want to distract the show. <laughs> All right, just turn that mic off. When she comes out here, guys, I think the best thing we could do, seriously, is let her know that if she has a baby, that we don't care. But n- nobody do it over the top. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, really of course. subtlety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be, like, a parody of ourselves. So, but I, I'm not like a guy in the Mary Tyler Moore show who's going to tell you I'm not going to do it over the top, the mic and I do it over the top. Shut the mic off in the bathroom. I don't want to. No, shut that mic off. I, don't, I feel like I'm invading her pride. Once she starts going to the bathroom, it's, it's, it's gross. Once you're listening to a baby, I think. I mean, if she's playing in the toilet, that's line. fun. Shitting in there is gross. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I meant what I said. There's some truth to what I said. Like, if she's going to the bathroom, it's personal, and I don't want to be eavesdropping. If she's playing in the toilet, it's gross for her, but fun for me. She does that. Oh, my God, I just thought of something. That explains why she wants the toilet so clean. Remember she made the no peeing or pooping in the toilet rule? Yeah, of course. She I was, was like, like, I want this toilet so clean I can wash a baby in it. No, and it nobody thought time, anything. Every time you get up to go, she goes, hey, you're not going to poop or pee in there. I always thought that was just her doing thought, a bit. That's what I thought. But she, yeah, that makes sense. Now. You know, try to see if you can go back to that episode, if you can find it, where Katie said, remember, she, I was going to the bathroom, and she said, you better not be pooping or peeing in there. And she was so emphatic, almost got angry at me. I think, I think it's your 1963 episode 162. With, um, Brian mm-hmm. Regan. Hold on. Click, click. So anyway, well, let's take a break because I got to go to the bathroom. I got to be honest. I got to stomach. Todd, are, you're not going to like poop or, or, or pee in there, are you? In the bathroom? Yeah. 
Yeah, Katie, it's a little embarrassing. But, but we I'm gonna... have the rule. You can't poop or well, pee Katie, in the toilet. Well, Katie, that's a rule you made. I have to poop. Yeah, I put the sign on the toilet. It's there. Katie, you don't yell at me like that. Uh, uh, please. I have to poop. Please. So. The Talk Glass Show. Do the Amazon.com uh, one next time, okay? Is that on there? Yeah, that's cool. Chris, okay, so here, stop. If this is going to be a good show, I'm going to tell you right now, we've got to stop and let me start the way I need to start. You know what i got to do, okay? But I'm being totally serious, okay? And then it's going to be fun. Mike Cohen's our guest. Daniel Kino's here. Mikey's taking pictures. Blake Wexler is here. Chris Burden's back from his week uh, on a cruise. Well, hey, was it... Uh, was it fun being on the cruise? You talk real loud. Yeah, it was. And did you get a lot of pussy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I asked him. I asked him ten times today, and finally he goes, yeah. Well, you, know we sh- you know what we were doing a bit? Ah, we'll do it later. Okay, don't move your mic ever again. <laughs> I know you don't know. You know what? I should be nice. I think, you know what? Because you all laugh at my neuroses. So- you know what? I should be nice. <laughs> <laughs> is that how I sound? He just sounds like a, dumb, like a guy dumb guy coming to a big realization. <laughs> you know what? I should be nice. Uh. If things were that way all of the time, I would feel good. <laughs> I should be nice. I will bring <laughs> my <laughs> friends <laughs> breakfast in bed. No, I mean, what I mean is I think sometimes because you all laugh. I know you laugh at my neuroses. And uh, so I can get away with it. But also, I don't, you know I love people here. So I always say that. So anyway, there's Blake Wexler. Uh, there's Chris. He was on vacation on the uh, cruise with his parents. Sounds like a lot of fun. fun. I said there were n- not one hot girl on the cruise. No, there were hot girls, but they looked very underage. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> hey, it's an international Jesus. water, buddy. Jesus I mean, how underage? Christ. I mean, you're... Are there re- what kind of cruise ship has underage women on it? No, the only reason I... In all fairness, the only reason I say that... Cause, what did you say? I mean, you know, it was either underage women or, like, women that were so overage that... <laughs> overage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we have a cutoff here, ma'am. You are too old. <laughs> Sorry, you're overage. <laughs> you know, no, everyone wants to be aged. You just don't want to be overage. It's like bad cheese. Yeah, it's like bad. It was overaged. It's good to have aged cheese, but the problem with that cheese, the reason it smells, it got overaged. Just like that, uh, just like those people Chris didn't want to hook up with on the cruise. They're overaged. All right, that meant nothing at Ma'am, all. Ma'am, it's like a cheese that it's became. Like cheese this is what I'm comparing. That's why I don't want to fuck you with the cheese. Yeah, women are like fine wine. You got to get them at the 99 cent store. All right. That made no sense at all. Uh, so I'm glad you're back. Andrew was great. Yeah, to be honest, be honest, he said so much shit about you. I don't even want to repeat it because it's fire starting. Blake Wexler's here. And then uh, my friend Lexi's here. Lexi, it's good to have you. She works at the uh, place. I like to give it a plug. Sam's back. Sam, how you doing over there? Good. good to see you. I saw her today. Today we did this. The, um, All-Star Bowling Show. It's on the Nerdist YouTube channel, which everyone can subscribe to by going to Nerdist, or YouTube.com slash Nerdist. It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was, a it was lot the all-podcasting team. It was, right? it was just two teams. And it was at the Hollywood uh, Hotel. There's one bowling lane in there overlooking, you know, out, uh, over a window out to, uh, a window where you can look outside. There we go. 
And uh, but it was fun because we just talked and we bowled and it was sort of gave you something to do to take the pressure off just sitting around. But it was basically comedians. It wasn't forced at all. It was just really. F- I had a really good time. And what channel is it on? It's on the Nerdist YouTube channel. All oh, right, YouTube enough with you. Nerdist. I think and subscribe. Okay. There's a lot of good shows. Yeah, there is. So um, there's that. We got Chris's call. We're gonna go nice and slow. Today's gonna be fun. I am very excited. How's everyone doing? Are you doing all right? Are you? I take a second with the listeners. You think these other podcasts give a shit about the listeners? You should hear the shit these other podcasts say about the listeners. How I are, gotta, how pa- are you? Pardo and uh, Hardwick, they say nice things. I, gotta, I can't throw Jimmy Pardo under the bus. He actually very appreciative to the listeners. He always says it's just a special. He, he's, he's, he echoes my feelings, and I know Hardwick does, but these other podcasts... <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to fucking lie to you. Some of them are right on under the umbrella of the Nerdist Network. If you heard the shit they said, I hope it doesn't get out. I'll probably edit this out. <laughs> um, can you imagine? We thought that would be funny, like a bit. Like, can you imagine? But it's like two girls, they're walking around. And it's, sometimes when people say you imagine, if it's like someone, you know, like works in the sewer, that seemed to be a hard right. job. But they do it like at a bike store. They're like, can you imagine? <laughs> Like just fixing bikes all day. Can you imagine? And then they go to the other place. Can you imagine? And then whatever their job is at night, it has to be the worst. Like they're blowing guys on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's some some. Write your emails about that because I should be more more sensitive to girls that blow guys on Sunset Boulevard. And I am sensitive to them. Uh, I got an almond cookie. These are things I need to get off my mind. Mm-hmm. You know the almond cookies? They, I think they're called Chinese cookies. You get them at the uh, Fairfax. What's that deli called? Right on Fairfax. Everyone goes Cantors. there. Cantor's. It's a big almond cookie with a dab of chocolate in the middle. Uh, Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Does anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the cookie that it's like there's just this one like half almond slice right in the middle. I don't know. That's not this. Okay. That's at the Chinese restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a big, I don't even know if it's almond, but it's a big cookie and it's got a dab of chocolate right in the middle. Oh, yeah. Okay. Put and a chocolate on the whole thing. Stop fucking around. It's the best part of the cookie, the part with the chocolate on it. So let's just do it up. It's called a chocolate panache. Is it really? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, take your time, everybody. I'm fine. Um, you know what's funny? If you say they're dead to me when they are dead. Like, you know, they're dead to me. And like, who's dead for real? I can't think of anybody right now. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. He's dead to me. Say, he is dead. Well, he is Michael Jackson. He's dead to me. He's really dead, though. Well, he's dead to me. He's, uh, he's especially dead to me. Well, I don't want to do that. I, had to, I, like you, I like the other way with the Ronald Reagan. I don't want to go someone like current. Like, yeah. like Chris or someone Yell- that people liked. Yeah, like Whitney Houston was loved and she had a problem, so it's not funny. To me, it isn't. But, you know, Chris, Chris goes on cruise ships. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we're almost through all that. Uh, uh, that. By the way, okay, so hi to the listeners. Don't move your beer bottle. How come your wallet's on the table? Because uh, I, it's uncomfortable if I have it in my back pocket. But you can't leave it over there in the in the uh, dish with all the other wallets. That's I how I don't know people here. That's that how well. I make most of my money here. Yeah. <laughs> they go, well, you're uncomfortable leaving your wallet in another room while well, Katie goes I in can... to play in the toilet. So every God. time you sit down, you have to you put your wallet on the table. Well, I'm the same way. Every time I get in my car, I take out my wallet. Yeah. I take it out constantly. In fact, that's the reason why every um, jacket or sweatshirt I buy always has like pockets in the front, so I can put my you know, wallet somewhere when I eat. 
I'm oh, the same wow. way. I take my phone out because mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable. But that's my chiropractor said the reason my back was not aligned was because my wallet, you know, was so thick. You're that making too much money. No, just, you know, right? just the wallet. So much cash just, in there. Well, it's just the from wallet. All, from all what makes day. you think I'm not going somewhere with this bit? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This is the show we're turning into. Like, we're not even playing that ironically anymore. <laughs> we're just going to, you know, that's what we're turning into, you know. It's like, hey, we'll take a break. We'll be right back right after this. The Talk Glass Show. You know, if people go to Amazon, what do they have to do? This if is... they go to this episode's page and they click on the Amazon banner, then they just shop uh, at Amazon as normal, and it helps support the show. How much do we get from it? I'm not sure about the exact amount. It better be at least 10%. I'm not fucking But it does help support the show, and it helps us well. you know, keep giving the show. So you mean instead of going right to Amazon, mm-hmm. I go to Todd Glass Show. And you click on the banner. And then, then it tells Amazon that I did it through this show, and, they, and you guys get yes. something. That's but, but I don't like to... So, prom- so, I don't like so to if open- I wanted to get... What? A book. Yes. Right? Which I get a lot on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So now it's the same thing. I'm just, I'm already listening to the show, and then I just remember, oh, when I'm listening to the show, I should. What do you think we have more on for listeners? They all get it. I just want to make sure. Do oh. I have to buy something on Amazon for it to do you any good? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Even if you shop around, we get money. If you, <laughs> if, if, if you just inquire about how much a TV is, they send us 10% of what they would have made if really? they sold it. So if the Gap, uh, if the Gap uh, sponsored this show, and I went into the Gap and just like looked around for a while, it was like, Todd yes. Glass Show is why I'm here. Yeah, the Gap. Gap gives us like, money oh, too. They, they owe you money. Bucks. The Gap gives us money too. If you just walk into the Gap and say you listen to this show, they they give you a hundred dollars in an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> and then they say, "Everybody bring, go try it." Wait, they, I would get a hundred dollars well, in the envelope. They trust you'll bring it to me. <laughs> okay, All right, let's stop. Boneheads. Let's stop the craziness. Um, hey, by the way, seri- on a serious note, let's let's change the gears here. I said hi to the listeners. Oh God. Something special we have going on with these listeners. It's we just have each other. I start a cult. Um, Todd, I, I am serious. If I don't think that you're sinking your teeth into this, I'm going to get upset because I thought about it the other day. I'm not doing anything about it, but uh, toddlers and tiaras. It reupset me the other day. Uh, so, are, if they're not, if they're not, if, if children aren't being sexually molested. No, no, hold on. Why are we laughing? I don't, I'm not you fucking kidding. I really want to hear you finish the sentence. If children aren't getting sexually molested, we all know that that is – that we would have to do something. On TV, we wouldn't let that be done. We get that's barbaric and right. right. But anything less than that, it's acceptable. There's not other things that aren't in the gray area. I get it. There's a lot of things that parents would do to their children or things – or maybe they're a little pushy in the sports area. And I go, I wouldn't be pushy in that. They really want their kid to play baseball. They're making their son take these lessons. I would go, I wouldn't do that. But they're not the parent I would want to be. But they're not the worst parent in the world. So, But that is, that's not what they are. That's – when, when these kids get older and they know that America watched that on TV and nobody filed a class action suit, aren't their kids going to be, really? They watched us get fucked with like that on TV? Well, have you seen, um, I mean, this I is know, like by the really way, I know popular, people were laughing have you seen I... the Honey Boo Boo Child girl? No. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if you have uh, on YouTube. That's, that's the best. She, um, I, don't, I think they might be from Alabama, but uh, her mom... Makes her this uh, this energy drink with um, right Mountain Dew and Red Bull and uh, and some other kind of thing. And it, but it gives her it gets her like a little like bouncing around yeah. the stage. 
and she's like wild and crazy, and the, and like she wins a lot of these competitions. Yeah, there's nothing. Okay, I'm going to be the person because I know the way. By the way, just so I don't have to go back and edit this, I know we got into this in a weird way because all of a sudden it was on my mind, and we were obviously people were laughing because they thought, oh, it's Todd being silly. But like, so apparently, me too, me too. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything about it. But I'm still allowed to express myself. So what you just said, the answer to that is, oh no, they're not sexually molesting them, so that's okay. The answer to the, anything that's getting done to those kids is they're not getting sexually molested. You know why I'm bringing that up? Because that, that we all know. Like, that we wouldn't let happen. But after that, it's, it's like, no, as right, long as you're yeah. not sexually molesting your kids, everything else is in a, in, a, in a, you know, I wouldn't do it, but it's okay if you but do But I it. had a real th- solution that would actually save this kid. What? Be, I really proposed this to my friend because he found the mom on Facebook, and he became friends with her, and she accepted his request. And, uh, on I love the, this. And, and on the... Um, the documentary or the TV show about them, you see their whole family, and it's and the mom is this 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 uh, just big idiot, and her her husband, size has nothing to do. No, with... No, I'm not talking about her, her size, but it's like her just oh, you can see the, in her face. The idiot just part like of her girl. is large. Yeah, exactly. The amount of idiot. Yeah, in her. but yeah. She, but she's a very confident woman, and 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 then there's these shots of her poor husband who's just like watching his. A uh, child's life be ruined, but he can't really do anything. Well, he uh, can't get a backbone, right? But as my, Judge I, Judy but my, would say, my, uh, my solution was that for my friend to start uh, to try to have an affair with the mom and ruin the marriage, and the father would get custody of the daughter, and uh, the little girl wouldn't have to do that anymore. How do you know the the father would get custody of the? Well, if she daughter. was the one, if she was the one who had an affair, I think that it's. You know, and, and there's all this well, here, footage of what she did okay. to the girl. In all seriousness, that's a good idea if you want to stop this one case at a time. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know. <laughs> How good looking is your friend? <laughs> yeah. Can he? Can, no, but but I get it. You're, you're half committed. You're probably 50% serious, 50% kidding. So, you like what? This is your response to Oscar Schindler? I'll save like uh, 300 of them. Oh, yeah, 300. Uh, Six million Jews. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, Oscar. This is your bit. I'm still guessing you're like 50% serious. Hold on, you're right. So that's a good idea. Okay, that's thanks. Good, are you guys going to do it? Are you going to do it? I this is I'm I'm pushing for it. Well, let's make it happen. Is there anything the show could help with? I don't think so. Honestly, it would be better if you just kind of kept quiet about it, so she doesn't get wind. This is such yeah. a scam. Well, that's a good what? idea. She listens to the show. That's why yeah. Todd brought this up. Yes. No, no. Let's go back. I don't want to. You know, I want to. I want to wrap this up. So not wrap it up, but uh, but uh, stop treating it with the silly nature you guys are trying to do it. With. Blake Wexler is the only one that gets it, and Sam. And Lexi, I include everyone. <laughs> I don't. I don't not include anyone, so everybody feels special. Um, but no. But uh, Daniel, uh, anything on this? Like, do you, do you, I? I know there's a comedic level, but I, you know how I work. My head has something in it. My big thing that I'm trying to get across is I get there's gray areas. I get there's gray areas. Like you know, I mm-hmm. wouldn't do it, but to be. I'm going to answer. It sounds like a loaded question, but is that in a gray area or is that just fucking crazy that we're watching this go down? On a TV show. I mean, <clears throat> it's kind of a matter of what should be allowed as opposed to what you know, sh- couldn't be allowed or like by law. It's not illegal, but you would think that these parents would have the wherewithal not to put their kids through it. And it sucks that they don't. But isn't the bigger issue not about the – well, I guess it's where I'm – there's no way to look at this. I guess the way I'm looking at it is obviously the parents. But we're, the more sane – the only way you can prove you're more sane in situations in life is by doing something. But why is it? I know it's not art. So I, actually, I, I do. I think this one girl is like a really extreme case because she's like drinking this crazy stuff. And uh, one, but in general, is it is it uh, like yeah, for dressed, sure they, that dressing them up is like little cowboys? And, and yeah, they, the one girl was getting waxed one week, and she goes, "Well, the reason she's scared because the first time we went to someone and they didn't know how to wax her, and they burnt her, burnt her eyebrow. So that kid should never." 
here's the thing. I know for sure, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, I get it. You have to just, something has to, for some reason it has my goat. But I know one thing. I know there's people listening, and I know there's some people going, fucking yes, I, we say the same fucking thing. So it's just like the, the waxing the eyebrows and, and you get burnt, and then you make your child get their eyebrows waxed again. Like that should be something, that's crazy. Well, they just want their kids to look hot. That is true. I try to completely, I'm the very easily switched. Well, you know, you have a point. I don't know. I want to figure out something. Do they have, like, swimsuit? Uh, yes. yes. One, one, yes. That's crazy. One how time. Do, one time like, the, how do judges, uh, how do you judge that? Didn't you see the one? do you have to be, on. like, a part? Well, it's, it's certainly. It seems like a, there has to be something kind of wrong with you. It's certainly a, look, I don't even want to go down that path of what are the, what's the speculation into those situations of child sexual abuse. Because I don't know what it is, but obviously I'm saying it because yes, I have thought that. I wonder if the numbers when you when you, but but that's not even the point. Well, I'm saying for my argument. Hold on, it, it doesn't happen. All they do is dress them up like whores. I'm saying that sarcastically. That's what they do. You know, pour hot wax a little kid. You know, rip or they get burned. That type of stuff. They they. Uh, there was another one where it's a dance school and they teach their kids to dance. Now this did hit some of the like you know some of the not news but like entertainment tonight. How far is too far? And in the bit, they had to wear these, like, under outfits because they, she's telling these kids they're eight. You're supposed to look n- nude. So they wear, like, under outfits so you don't really see their body. But she's telling them. And that, like, that, like, I don't know. I said what I said. Maybe I my, so. Here's the thing. Just saying it isn't going to change anything. I guess I'm really answering, isn't there some sort of class action suit that some lawyer out there? I don't even care if he did it just because he wanted to make a name for himself. You'd still be doing something Well, I feel good. bad because I'm, like, not totally innocent in this. Wow. Oh, Mike, what did you do? Well, I, I wrote a movie that is sort of loosely based on uh, Ladybugs, starring Rodney Dangerfield. Where, <laughs> oh, that's a nice um, movie. Well, it is, but it's about uh, – there's a, you know, a lot of girls in these um, baby modeling shows, and, and it's about a boy who dresses up uh, as a girl and wins all the competitions. Oh. How old is he? Four. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest is Mike Komen. I'll tell you what, I went to his, uh, keep it going. I went to the uh, opening of the uh, Bravehearts. Talk Eagle ab- Heart. My Eagle. show is called Eagle Heart. I love that too. Went to the opening of Eagle Hearts. Is it Bravehearts or Eagle Hearts? It's called Eagle Heart. You're, You're so mad at heart. me. You know I meant well. I know. You know what, shit, turn music off. Shut it off. I'm not wasting it on him. He's yelling at me. Uh... Uh, I saw the big billboard for. Um, Did it go up today? Eagle Hearts. Oh, that's great! I saw it. It, was it a just good went, one. It must have gone up today. Do you mind if I ask? I, it's something I should ask off the air, but I, someone asked me that it did. And no. you executive produced that. That's what it's called. Yeah. But what? Do you, what is it really? I mean, it's just like there's three of us who write it and make it. Uh, me and Jason Walner and Andrew Weinberg. Can I ask you uh, what I call a cheesy question? Yeah. Uh, maybe that's not the word. Ob- well, I shouldn't say obviously. I don't know any comedian that growing up. Uh, uh, watching Letterman when I was younger, watching Chris Elliott on David Letterman to me was like the best thing in the world. Yeah. It was my fantasy thing. Matter of fact, when someone said, if you could choose your career, like why people came out to see you at a comedy club, it would have been fine. I used to say, if, if like, let's say for some reason on another show, they said, yeah, once a week, Todd Glass comes on, he does this weird bit that he wants to do under this, the guy under the stairs. And just people knew me from that show, just doing little interstitials. 
like just like uh, Chris Elliott, I go, I'd be fine with that. So when you when you started working with him, uh, uh, you told me he was nice, right? Oh, he's really nice, yeah. Right, and that's sort of cool when you meet someone that yeah. you 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 uh, used to love on Letterman too. Oh, like more than anything. I mean, Action Family that that and FDR one man show were the first things I saw, and then because uh, I kind of missed Letterman when I was little, and then I saw all these reruns, and I found this tape. Uh, that my friend Greg Cohen gave me of it was just like every Chris Elliott bit from Letterman and it was like the most precious thing I, I owned. When's the last time he did let, that on Letterman? Does he still do oh, stuff? Oh, he goes on as a guest all the time. He was on, he promoted uh, our show uh, in March and he was he was really funny. Anyway, tell him I said hi. Yeah. Would he do this show? I bet he would. Well, uh, I'm, I'm booked up. I can't promise. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how I said the wrong name of your show a minute ago? Uh, we were doing that character. He's, oh yeah, you called it Braveheart. Yeah, I, I just messed up. I didn't mean it. And I didn't no, mean I, to hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, we have to do the opening to your show. To the show, I wrote you a song. But let me talk about this oh, first. Wow. Um, so we were doing this character the other night. I've done it in the past. It's the guy who owns a restaurant, but this guy could get out of anything. He, and he's not a bad guy. This guy, like he, there's something about him that makes you melt. So and I go to say your name, say your name. I'll do the different layers of how this guy could get out of anything. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to, okay, you ready? Uh, how you sit, correct me on your name. How you doing, Bobby? Uh, it's Daniel. <laughs> That's all right. Good. You're doing good. Yeah, yeah I'm all right. <laughs> That's all right. What's all right? You just said my name wrong, right? And here, here's another one. I go, uh, I get out of it. Ready? Just yeah. say, that's not my name. Correct me and watch how he gets out of it. And this one, you actually, you start melting. You ready? Oh. Hey, you doing, Bobby? That, that's Daniel. That's my name. <laughs> that's all right. How's your mother? She's good? Yeah, yeah, my mom's all right. It's like, oh, first of all, think about it though. You're melting, but he doesn't know which mother he's talking about because he thought you were Mike. So he doesn't know your mother. Okay, say this. Go uh, say, my mom. Ready? Hey, Bobby, how you doing? Um, it's Daniel. My That's Daniel. all right. Don't worry about it. How's your mother? All right. Uh, she passed away six months ago. You know she was a good woman. You know that, don't you? I, I That's do. Important. I do. You know that. I do. Yeah, she was. She was loved. She was loved. Trust me. You take care of yourself. All right. Get out of here. <laughs> there you. And you're like, oh, she was a good woman. How old is this guy? This guy is uh, 65. Wears a nice suit. Walks around the restaurant. Knows everybody. Wears a handkerchief. He had a little too much gel in his hair. That's what they say. Mike Komen is our guest. Bravehearts is the show. <laughs> Starring Chris Elliott. Elliot. How was it working on the... I don't, we'll talk about business later. I know you got stories like nobody. It's the most right. boring show to work on. Whose show? Braveheart. Braveheart. Oh, Bravehearts. Um, all right. <laughs> shh, shh. Look, and everyone be quiet. This is out of control. So we got... I don't want to get too silly right away. <laughs> Every time I say something, I go, that's not what you should say. But that's what I said. Why can't we get to... Okay, so toddlers and tear. We all agree nobody here gives a shit except me and Mike. Okay, so we're we're all done with that. It didn't get anybody riled up in the room. I looked around. I saw your... You agree? Lexi, you agree? Just a nod of the head will be all right. Don't start inching towards the mic. I see you already. I, if I could get over there, I could say some things. Oh, would I up the, the ratings of this thing they do um i think more than anything that's just an indication of where our society is that it's not anything you can do about that'll just uh, you know fix itself well i can that's tell you not like a, uh, one problem that needs to be quickly fixed that's but just also, an indication of where we got in so i also thought it was i thought it was a southern thing what the Dr- toddlers and tiaras i thought it was like i'm sure there's more- people from everywhere that do it 
I mean, we're just seeing that on TV, right? All right, listen. Uh, uh, Mr. Open-Minded. <laughs> That's true. All right, listen. Uh, I want to talk about this because we did this last night. So far, let's stop and introduce Mike. And I made you an o- Well, here's the truth. This is the truth. To George Carlin, Lynn got a little busy this week, mm-hmm. and he wasn't able to do you an opening. But oh, that's okay. I did something for you. I can't wait. I'll do it that. live. Okay. Can we put some reverb in my voice? Can you crank it up? Hello? This is just nothing. Mike Komen, he's our guest on the show. I'm really happy he's here once again. We used to be roommates, and if you ask my opinion personally, I think he doesn't. He doesn't. Not he doesn't. Talk too much. Bum, 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 bum. We had so much fun every time he was here. We talked about a lot of stuff, and we had a lot of fun. If you want my personal opinion, I think he doesn't. He doesn't. Talk too much. You like it? I do. That's all. Am I in this? That was you. I don't talk too much. I faded out. That's all I have for you. You know I like that. That was nice. I was so excited before the show. I thought I found a song I could sing. I've never seen Daniel look so angry. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Where's my theme song?" I just caught him looking at me. (laughs) All right, Daniel. You, okay, I think the show so far is good. Mm-hmm. I think this is, how long are we into it? No clock up against. Nobody can ever remember a clock. I'm starting to, you know, I'm starting to tighten minutes. the reins. When will somebody remember to put a clock up here? Ever? Will anybody ever? You know, I, I can't blame Chris for this. Katie? I can't blame you either. I got you good, you <laughs> motherfucker. Um, <laughs> uh, can we put a clock up or something? Okay, so last night. We uh, go ahead, go ahead. You want to do the Mike Wallace thing really quick? Yeah, let's talk about that. That was crazy. Mike Wallace well, let's... passed away last week. Yeah, he had a legend. Yeah, it was it was uh, to watch that footage? It's uh, gives you the chills a little. Not chills. It's it's very um, the 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 aura that Mike Wallace had around him. I love that you told me the story about when Mike Wallace went places. Uh, yeah, on sixty minutes they said that <clears throat> he was. I love it when people are aware of their greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something very cool about that. And and Morley Safer, is that his name? Uh, yeah, he's one of them. Yeah, he said that Mike Wallace loved the fact that when he walked into the room, people got nervous. <laughs> Why do I love that? You could hate that or love it, but there's something about it. Like, well, if somebody's aware of their greatness, some people would say, well, then they're not so great. But I get it in this case. He but just, he goes back like so Yeah, long. I thought it was really cool that he, I mean, he was like doing commercials when he was young. He was a cigarette pitch man. Well, we have one. Listen to this. This okay. is the way the show, what year is this? This is 1950, maybe late 50. No, no, no. What year is it right now? I just got confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is what year? But this is a, sh- this is a, a okay, talk show he used to have. Hold on. Uh, from nine, late late fifties, he used to call, be called the Mike Wallace interview, I think. And this is the opening of the show. Mm-hmm. Speaking of what Mike Coleman just said, go ahead. The new high filtration filter, Parliament presents the Mike Wallace interview. We'll talk with Salvador Dali in just a moment. I think you'll welcome the change to recessed smoking because now Parliament with the recessed filter is best. 
the new Hi-Fi Parliament. And here's why. First, Parliament is best because only Parliament can give you over 30,000 traps. No other popular cigarette delivers now, less. Can you pause this for a second? You have to realize Salvador Dali is sitting next to him <laughs> while he's pitching cigarettes. Well, you know how they used to do those shows? Salvador mean? Dali would never come out. Oh, really? He would just talk about cigarettes for half an hour and oh, say they ran really? out of time. No, Which, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's sitting right there. Mike Wallace is looking into this camera, and he's pitching cigarettes. And this is a long bed. Salvador Dali, one of the greatest surrealists of all time, sitting right next to him waiting for him to be done with the cigarette pitch. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I'm liking Mike Wallace more than ever. <laughs> he's my, my kind of guy with the plugs. That's right. Hold on, Salvador Dali. Are you giving me money? Well, these people are. Uh, can you imagine what he would have done with an Amazon plug? <laughs> Second, unlike ordinary filters, Parliament's filter is recessed, set deep down inside here, so that trapped nicotine and tar can't get on your lips. And third, because it's recessed, there's no bitter taste of trapped nicotine and tar to spoil Parliament's pure tobacco flavor. It's a clean, satisfying smoke. And remember, Parliament is continuously tested and reported by the United States Testing Company, one of the world's leading independent testing laboratories. Over 30,000 traps, exclusive recessed filter, flavor pure protection. Yes, smoke the best. Hi-Fi Parliament, now at popular price. And now to our story. Salvador Dali is a self-confessed genius with an ingenious flair for publicity. An internationally renowned modern artist. Fade that out. Wait, I, this, I, did, did people talk about this? I never knew. I mean, I, I only found out about this the other day. But because uh, obviously, like Mike Wallace produced the whole uh, Jeffrey Wigand uh, piece on sixty Minutes that um, where the movie The Informant is based on uh, about the guy who worked at the tobacco company who talked about how much the tobacco companies really knew. Um, about how cancerous cigarettes were. Al Pacino movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, but Al Pacino plays Mike Wallace in that movie. No, no, no. I'm sorry. A J, a Christopher Plummer plays uh, Mike Wallace. Um, but uh, that's weird. That never came out that he pitched cigarettes back then. Yeah, I didn't hear it until I literally didn't hear it till you brought it up to me, and then I think I saw something. Get get him some water because that's you hear that on the. Uh... It's all right. Hold on. Well, the movie takes place in the the story that that was in the eighties. In the eighties, yeah. well, this is the most boring conversation I've ever Maybe had on the show. It's because it was so widely accepted in the fifties that no one really held it against you when you did it in the, you know. Sorry. No. no, I'm, I'm lost. Boring. I'm boring. No, I'm boring Michael, you're not. Let me tell you something. Yeah, you're, I have the right to say the conversation is boring without throwing you under the bus. You're nothing but a, a treat. I love having you on this show. Just this, this, we just stumbled into boringness. Well, I'm trying to do mm. everything I can with my uh, inaccurate factoids. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting because Al Pacino played him in a movie once that was set in the 40s. And, and it was, it was a, a good time. A musical, I believe it was. Uh, uh, that's the first time they ever introduced Fred Flintstone. Mel Brooks directed it. it, it was, I thought it was one of Mike. Brooks's lesser efforts. It's so funny. Right after the, the, the Churchers. Nothing. <laughs> Isn't that true? The, the, I think Al Pacino like pistachios. And I, you know who else? And, 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 and the rumor was that he also had a mustache. I'm just so Yo. desperate to cl- find some Something. piece of interest to cling to. My ass cheeks are like tightening up. Well, here's what <laughs> upset me. 
uh, Daniel made it sound better. When you told me what they did on this, you fixed it up. You made it cooler than it was. You said we cut that. Well, yeah, the, that part we cut because I wanted to get to the big Are intro. You, hold on, hold on. Stop. Let me make fun of you. Are you fucking shitting me? You let, wait. Let me tell you what he cut out. Now, I'm, I don't want to overset it up, but I think everyone might agree. Yeah, that's a pretty cool thing to cut out. It just sounded so cool. Hi, I'm Mike Wallace. The cigarette? It's a parliament. I'm waiting for that because I love that. Doesn't that sound cool? Like that? He would open. Wait, it that's up. what Daniel told you was going to happen when he played that clip. He told me the other night that that was part, obviously that was, that was part, part of, of the clip. Right. He cut it out. But all day when I when they were loading this clip up a little earlier, I kept thinking of a tight shot on him, black and white, close the old microphone. He's got the cigarette in his hand. I'm Mike Wallace, and the cigarette, it's a Parliament, and a look to the camera, and almost not a wink, but. It's winking. He's winking in his head like, that's right. I'm mm-hmm. a cool motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And you edited that part out. For time. Shame on you. I made a bad well, call. But then not to throw you under the bus. Daniel tried <laughs> to set it up in reverse. So then after we heard the clip, he was like, and, and, and picture this. <laughs> Sitting next to Mike Wallace is the greatest of all surrealists, well, Salvador he, Dali. In my defense, he does say it. We'll talk. The first thing was, out of his mouth yeah. is. Like we'll talk like, to Slava Dali in a second, but, you know, but not one of those lesser surrealists. <laughs> the greatest one of all. <laughs> I can't even join in here. I don't know anything about surrealist or what you're talking about. I only I don't know. I don't Let's know. not start. Let's this move up again. on. Sorry, I brought this great... up. No, 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 no. No, I won't let you. We're, we can tease you, and you don't make it. Woe is me. You just take the teasing. Okay, fine. No, not no, no. Like you that. know what? I'm not sorry. That was fucking interesting. It and was. I made a bad edit, and it was still fascinating. It was information and content. Wonder what Katie's doing in the bathroom. <laughs> I can't. I just looked over. She's not. I think she's complaining about what we're talking about. Wait, how that. long are you supposed to wash a baby anyway? You're not supposed to do it every fifteen minutes. Listen, she's complaining about the show. What? You listen, bring a listen, dinner bell. Listen to Katie in there. She's complaining about the show. Those fucking idiots! All oh. those fucking idiots talking about. All right, shut the mic off. That's cool. <laughs> what a trash mouth. You know that bit we were just doing with yeah. the toilet? Yeah. Guess what? It's done. Fade that one out it's nice done. and slow. We're the bailouts. We're the bailouts. Now the show's officially starting. Let's put a clock up. We are welcoming you all. That was what they call in the business a cold opening with, jing- with jingles and music. Mm-hmm. We, we, even our cold openings aren't cold. They're, they're, we warm them up with stuff. All right, so here's what we're going to talk about, the first thing, and then we'll just get sillier and sillier as the night goes on. Oh, it's going to be fun. How long is it? 43 minutes. God. 40, almost 44. <laughs> what if that's how little I had to talk about today? I'm trying to, like... Hmm. Okay, so listen. <laughs> um, We're talking about the time here. Jim Gaffigan left a message. What does he? What? Oh, play this message. Hey, Todd. It's Jim Gaffigan. Hey, I uh, tried to leave a message a couple days ago. Um, your answering machine cut me off after like ten seconds. All I was saying was that my special is available April 11th, exclusively at JimGaffigan.com. It's only five bucks, and the dollar goes to the Woodruff Foundation. And it like. Cut me off. I didn't even get to bring up that, you know, there's no restrictions and, you know, you can put it on any device, 
you know, which you can put on a TV, you can put on an iPad. Uh, cut this This is ridiculous. And I'm a huge Jim Gaffigan fan, but I think he's just calling the plug as special. Um, <laughs> the message went on. That was a four-minute message. All right, well. Well, I've heard the special's really good. You know what? I don't want to break the character, but can I tell you this? I was there, and it is yeah. unbelievable. Like, yeah, I would sit Chris in the audience when I opened for him, and it was. It really is. I mean, a lot of hard work went into it, and you could tell. Like, you know, he, he works. It's all brand Wait, so new material. It's, uh, like, on iTunes? On- uh, no, if you go to jimgaffigan.com, it's $5. Yeah. Oh. That's the way they're oh, all yeah, doing yeah, yeah. it now. Not me. I still want my stuff on TV. <laughs> Louis it's C.K. The and these guys. I like my stuff I on TV. The third one. Color me old-fashioned. <laughs> I want people to turn on a TV, and there's some fucking Todd Glass. Anybody can put stuff on the YouTube. I tell Louie this, too. He says, you're right. I made a mistake. And Jim won't listen to me. You know, you know. But Louie's apologized to you? Yes. He admitted this mistake? He admitted that. I don't want to talk about it on the podcast, but he admitted. Yes, he admitted that in hindsight, it wasn't a good idea. So let's move on. So last night we uh, got the movie uh, Bullied. Bully. Bully. Mm -hmm. Well, look, speaking of bullies. (laughs) <laughs> I said the word a you little really, wrong. You really jumped on him, Daniel. Jesus. I mean, that's like almost like a joke. Like, oh. Oh, I saw a bullet. Bully. Oh, Jesus. Whoa. Um, so, I mean, obviously, I, I, have, I have, there's so much to say, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have a payoff at the end like I wanted. I thought there'd be some, well, me and Blake, Blake Wexler was there. Me, Blake Wexler, and Daniel Kino watched it. When it was over, I said, I thought I'd cry more. <laughs> And uh, Blake agreed. Anyway, um, <laughs> I throw him under the bus. So, uh, but but it was very. Uh, but but anyway, I, it sounds like I'm insulting it, and I'm not. I I, I I'll probably edit this part out. But uh, it was absolutely necessary for everybody to see. Did you see it yet? No, I want to see it. First of all. I thought about this halfway through, and I asked, and I said, "Pause it, because I, I have to get this thought out." I don't think anybody realizes that this movie is going to be, you know, that you know, with cameras today, they're probably the principal. They're following her around. They have no idea. Oh, this is going to be released. This movie is going to be huge. Probably the people that shot it at that point. I guess they, maybe they didn't know. I yeah. would think this movie. Am I right to say that this movie is going to be seen worldwide? Right? Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a pretty. Well viewed movie, right? Am I yeah. right? No. Yeah. So, so the people in it, some of them, you're like. Are they going to lose that? Are they going to lose their job? You know what? It's just here's here's what, the the thought that I had, and uh, and then I'll and then I'm curious what you guys have to say. Is that you know I have a weird way of speaking, but I imagine someone saying this. You know, people go, oh, kids get bullied. Everyone gets bullied. It just happens. No, it's not. It doesn't. It can be stopped. It can be controlled. And uh, my brother's a teacher. And I know there's teachers that agree. They go, yeah, it just takes a little con- – they have to make the punishment of bullies. We're not trying to end all bullying. That's never going to happen. We get that. We're just saying, are you doing the most you could do? Now, I think of one – this is the way my mind works – of one defensive school because that's the way a lot of them are going to be. Obviously, there's schools that are awesome that don't do it that way. But I think that movie represented a shitload of schools. So what they're saying is – I would imagine their first defense is, look, no matter what you do, you can't stop all bullying. And that's when I start throffing and going, oh, is that what you think you do? You think you do every fucking thing you can, but you, 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 that's what you think. You're just clo- – you know, we're just picking yeah. on you because some bullying's going on. And we thought about something that – that's the, the worst place to be. You, you, like let's say somebody said – 
you know what? You're going to get bullied. You go out into the real world. There's bullies out there, and, you know, it's going to happen. It's never going to happen like it happens in school. That's why they need to protect the kids because if you took any kid that was in, you know, seventh grade, fifth grade, and you let him walk the streets of New York City, less would happen to him than happens on an eight-day hour at school. Seriously. He's not going to get – if he went to the – you know, just did things all day. You know, if his mom sent him out, go to the bank, go to this. I know that you wouldn't do that. But, no, but th- that, that school is a safe haven for more destruction than the world. Because if it wasn't, I, I would agree. I'd go, yeah, when you go out into the real world, shit like – but it doesn't. It could be stopped, and it could be stopped. Because, you know, they uh, – no one – like we thought about this last night. If somebody was breaking into the school and stealing stuff – they wouldn't just go, well, it happens, you know, you can't stop it. No, you would do what you needed to prevent that. So it was very hard to watch it well, when you I know it bad. can be stopped. Yeah. I feel bad not having seen the movie because it, it, it's so interesting to me. I, mean, I remember when I was in third grade getting in this fight. I was the new kid at a school, and it was so, uh, like, overt. But I remember th- these two guys, uh, grabbed, they were, were all in third grade, and two guys grabbed me by the arms, and another guy came in to, like, work on my gut. And he was just like swinging at my stomach, like he was really like working me over, like in a like detective movie, and and a teacher was not that far away. And then they came over and they kind of saw it, and they were like, "All right, all right." And I remember like I was so confused for so long, like it was such a uh, like a violent thing. And I just later I realized like, oh, all kids are so small looking that it probably doesn't seem like that big a deal unless you're really aware of how bad it is for kids. That when you see kids messing with each other, like they're all tiny. Like how much harm could one of them inflict on another one? Yeah, you know what? That's that's a that 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 makes some sense. It's like because I'm not insinuating that every teacher that has looked. Let, let's put it this way: any teacher that agrees with me, let's say you know the way I think, there's a teacher out there, someone now listening to me, and going that does do something about it. Probably the teachers that don't do anything about it. The teachers that do something about it, it probably angers them more than me to watch the other teachers that don't. Because there are teachers that really do look the other way. You know, and uh, let me say this. and I know I'm all over the place, but this is where I'm at. It's okay. Before we even, you know, get into what teachers can do, and you're going to love this, a lot of it is learned behavior. I, I don't know the numbers. I don't know that studies have been done on this, so I don't have anything to back this up. But, like, I would bet that a lot of the kids who choose to bully physically bully people in school are at home have had some sort of you know what do you call it um abuse abuse well let me let me i don't want to use the word abuse but but i think i think it's also i mean i know i remember when i was a kid uh i was also like um at a certain age like a a kind of a jerk and i would uh make fun of people I, i was like meaner about like insulting people and i think part of it was that i was scared i'd get beaten up so I wanted to be kind of kind of be a jerk. Uh, and also, I remember just being kind of unhappy in general. Like just it wasn't like someone was abusing me. I was just kind of unhappy at home. Well, I think, uh, I think what happens oh, good, so you, I don't know. I think that's part of it. You kind of take things out on people. Well, I think you know look, obviously, uh, t- uh, you know, tagging what Daniel said, I know a lot of people will go right to, no, not every – some kids have wonderful parents, and I've seen situations like that you know, in my life where you meet the parents or later, and, and they go, they're really cool. They're not – but I think majority kids mirror the type of behavior that they see around the house. There's exceptions, obviously, but I see – for some reason, that's still not the bigger point to me. I can forgive – it's just a vicious cycle. 
It's just a vicious cycle. But it can be stopped uh, because, yes, it does start with the parents. But no matter how good a parent raises their child, some of them still might bully. No matter what goes on at that house, so it's worth thinking of it that way. Even though I'm saying, mm-hmm. even though I'm saying, probably the the you know it reflects some of the behavior around the house. I get it. You could be the most wonderful parent in the world, and you, for kids will do what kids do, and you're not going to stop it no matter what you do. So it's just a matter of policing it, and it can be policed. That's what's frustrating, especially on the bus. If they said, well, the reason there's not a monitor on the bus, we begged for monitors. We just can't get them. You know that's not true. They just don't give a fuck. And by the way, there's only two reasons they're not having monitors or on bus. They're both horrific reasons. They don't give a fuck or they don't get them how important or they give a fuck. They just don't get how important it is. That's that's either way. That's that's either you don't give a shit. The other way is you overlooked it. How can you overlook it if you're in charge of children that the bus is a more of even a safe haven to bully kids? Why wouldn't there be a monitor on every bus? I don't fucking get that. I don't get that. And I don't even blame the bus driver. Is that is that part of the movie? Do they talk about? Yeah, they show the they, they, they have but like, like there's hidden... teachers trying to get monitors on the bus. And... No, no, they don't talk about it at all. But the minute I thought about that, I went, okay, in the school there's 50 rooms, there's a playground, the kids go around the corner, they play there. I get, I could see maybe they go, well, kids are going to do it, but on the bus, you can't those, even control this, it on the this, bus. Are these public schools or private schools? I mean, I'm assuming most public schools don't have money for almost any extra thing. Parents, like parents would do, parents. You know, right. so parents could donate their time to be a monitor on the bus, or make. Oh, you, you mean know, like people ha- having people actually be <clears throat> not just like cameras? You want a, a, an extra? Oh yeah, adult. yeah. I meant a monitor. I meant like someone watching the kids on the bus. Yeah, I don't know. It just was frustrating to watch last night. I had another thought, and I don't know. I'm all over the place with this. It was. Uh, it is weird. You know, one thing about it that's uh, weird to me is, I mean, I guess kids don't always tell their parents when it's happening. Is that is that a big that was part a, of it? that was a thing in the movie? Yeah, that kids don't necessarily just come through and tell teachers or their parents what happened. Yeah, well, kids, ugh. it's you know why my mind's at, my mind's not at freeze. It's just hard for me to get my thoughts out on this. Even though last night when I was watching it, I seemed to have an easier time. But it just stems from like how important it is at a young age to teach kids communication, being able to express themselves. That one dad just kept going. His only answer was, "Well, I don't know why he never told us." Well, he didn't. He didn't. So now can we do something about it? Or you, is that the answer? He should have told us. You Remember know? that scene where that teacher, she, she, she just doesn't know. Maybe she is a good person. Maybe she had some additional training or whatever. But then she found these two kids, and one of them is just, you know, a, a small guy who's just been bullied. And then she goes, all right, just shake hands. Just, just shake hands. And the guy doesn't want to. He's like, I don't want to shake hands with this guy. He's just been beating on me for like an hour. But, of course, the bully puts his hand out. The bully's like, yo, let's do it, man. Like yeah, a parody yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. He puts his hand out like whatever the and teacher And then he kind of does it. And then the bully walks away. And then the teacher chastises the kid more. She's like, well, see, you're just like him because you didn't want to put your hand out. You're just like him. And it's like, you're really not. But then the kid says something brilliant. He goes, I'm just like him except that I don't hurt people. Like, yeah. and then I thought, with God, that school district has to watch it and go, look at this. You know, I don't like, because if I'm so smart, I should not be able to call someone an idiot. But when, idiot maybe isn't the right word, but I watch that principal of that school. I don't think anyone will watch it with like, hey, let me put it this way. I cannot do dental work on somebody. I'm not an idiot, but I can't do dental work on someone. So the only reason I'd be an idiot is if I tried to. She at least, at best, being a wonderful human being with with the... With the education that she showed that she has to deal with these matters, 
should not be fucking doing that. So the kindest thing I could say is, oh, that's a shame. She's not qualified. Why is she the principal? If you're the principal of a school, you should be able to do better than she did in that movie. So yeah, I'm going to go, no one's perfect. You weren't even close. The way you dealt with that was fucking embarrassing. It was embarrassing. And I, you know, oh, I'm sure that's just the worst thing in the world. I and mean, she, by I the mean, way, I mean, not the worst than being bullied, but like to be in a movie and you look at it and realize, like, oh my god, I was completely wrong. I didn't even realize when it was happening. I don't that's think she up there. I don't think she'd have the ability to even realize it. By the way, the cameras were rolling. Whether they were little cameras and they knew how big this thing would end up, uh, do you think they were on their best behavior as a principal, doing her hardest or trying her least? <laughs> You think, oh, there's a camera going. I'm sure she was trying to look good. I mean, that's probably why she was being like, you know, shake hands. Mm -hmm. She probably thought. But I mean, ugh, that's my biggest fear. Can you just uh, to to have like a, a dumb, cruel child? Would just be the I think the biggest disappointment. Well, well you won't though. Feel. You won't. I don't think. No, I, you. I mean, but you, I don't know. I I, I feel like I uh, knew kids growing up that were just. Uh, mean and they didn't really have seem to have bad parents and and I don't think the parents knew that that uh, you know th- their kids were like that. Oh, it yeah. Look, we we already said that you know that it just goes back to the more you teach kids acceptance and and you this can be somewhat controlled. This can be somewhat controlled. Matter of fact, like this is when it angers me. If something's too big and I can't figure out the I can't figure out the solution. Then I sort of let it go. But when I go, I can figure this out. Only in the last two years have I started to hear people. I thought, I, I thought when I said it, I didn't hear anyone else talk about it. And then I've started to hear Ellen DeGeneres talk about it, teaching empathy in elementary schools. Now, the school, the educational system, this is what they do. I hope I'm not on the forefront of new – like I'm going to go back to any doctor thing. I hope I'm not on the – if I was on the forefront of how to make a new valve to help someone's heart, that would be scary. So the fact that I'm, on, that I'm thinking ahead of the school district, they should have thought of this 20 years ago. You know, empathy. I don't care if it means the kids – there's no more money. It doesn't matter. Take, take away other stuff. Nothing is more important than empathy. If it means that kids learn less reading, less math, how are they going to get the time from? It's worth it. They, if they – if they understood the importance of the empathy, it could be done without spending one more penny. And the empathy has to be placed so high for these kids to learn it that if they're not passing the empathy course, whatever empathy is, there's thousands of ways of teaching kids empathy. Even if they do good in math, I'm talking A in math, A in English, A in reading. They get A, but they're failing empathy. They don't fucking move on oh, that's for a great two re- for two reasons. I mean, you're kind of supposed to learn this stuff in kindergarten. I guess no one. I guess you know what you you seriously. You can't just learn it in kindergarten. Empathy is a constant learning process. There's there's tools. You know, the, I've mentioned this on the show. The old one where uh, every day, like if you have blonde hair, there's like a process where those kids don't get dessert. Right. They're, they're, you know, they're taught, well, just because your hair is blonde, it lets kids. I'm sure that there are ways that therapists and psychologists and understand the, you know, the, human, the development of a child can think of millions of ways to teach children love and empathy. But because I don't even mean this in a vicious way because I can forgive the kids. I really can forgive the kids. That's a learned behavior. And I know you were somewhat comedically saying it, but like what would it be like to have a dumb, bully kid? Oh, I mean I'm kind of joking, but I, I do mean it. If like, you really I do think didn't... that would be a horrible feeling to know that your kid was a bully. Well, you could – if you really knew how to do it and had the wherewithal, something could be done about that. Mm-hmm. By, and by the way, what, if you have a kid like that, I would imagine what could be done about it along with discipline would have to be also – What's wrong with the child learning how to express himself? You know, you can't right. you can't bully someone into not being a bully. So you have to right. be if you have a kid, whatever the reason is. And it really, by the way, 
I bet if you have a kid and he's a bully and it has nothing to do with what's going on in your house it, and you found out about it, it would alarm you. And you'd want to do something. You'd have the kid in therapy. You'd know it's not coming from our house. Right. And so we've, we've done everything more to alarming. raise him. So because then if, if you didn't put it in there, where did it come from? Right. So if you – right. It would be more alarming. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So if you're getting A's and all your other things but you're, you're getting – you know, maybe if you're getting an A or a B, I'm saying we grade it like everything else hypothetically, you know. Uh, if you're getting a D in empathy, you don't go to the next grade. And if it's being taught, there's something that should maybe be wrong with that child. Why, why, isn't, why isn't he learning empathy? He's in, uh, he's in fifth grade and he has the empathy of a, you know, whatever. You would go, it's, and yeah. you would go, he just can't, we can't advance him. Hey, I've never come in the middle of a show before. What's wrong? Oh, my God, something is seriously wrong. He's never done this. Okay, I think this will help clear up this part of this conversation. I'm saying that you can be someone that's a 90 percenter, and part of being a 90 percenter might even mean you go march for a cause, but you're still a 90 percenter. Mike was saying, I don't know, I think if you're marching for, you know, something you're probably a hundred percenter and i don't know now i'm on the fence about it but you know so that's that's the misunderstanding at the time uh i i guess and i don't know why i'm even coming on now because i'm now holding on to the same belief i had that i was going to come i was supposed to come on now and say maybe i was wrong that's what i was supposed to come on and do yeah i guess by the time you're marching that yeah you're probably across the board for 100 percent of rights but you know what now I'm starting to have my old thought back. So maybe it's good I came on. Maybe it wasn't necessary, but bye. <laughs> no, I think that's like uh, an enlightened idea. You should run for office with this shit. Between this and 90 percenters, you could get elected. Hey. By the way, Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. this explains everything about him. His parents adopted a black kid in the 50s. Oh, really? That explains why he was able to evolve to where he evolved, because obviously his parents were enlightened, because right. back then... You know, I was thinking about that. It's a shame that we consider people that would adopt a black child in the 50s to be forward thinkers. They probably just thought a child needs love. We have love to offer. That's not really hard to figure out. But it was. It was someone that was ahead of the times. And uh, that's what we were talking about, that that's what happens when you're 100 percent. You're not 90 percent of everything. It's talked about 90 percent. You're 90% open-minded when it comes to, like, you know, gay rights, but there's that last 10% of misinformation. If you were a 90%er, if Mr. Rogers' parents were 90%ers, we wouldn't be talking about them right now. Because here's what I would imagine they would be – would have said back then. Okay, they wouldn't have adopted a child. That doesn't mean they'd also be the most hateful, disgusting people in the world. There's in-betweens. They would have been these people. Well, no, we – you know when it comes to coming up with examples, I can't think of them. But you'll get the gist of, you know, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is another family in the 50s that's 90 percenters. They're pretty open-minded. Well, we marched last week when they were, you know, for the rights for this and the, the bathrooms and, you know, oh, it, it's just, just, you know, we taught our children that every human being uh, should uh, be able to use the same bathroom. We just taught our kids the magnitude of that type of hatred and, the, and uh, you know, for black people to have to sit on the back of buses. That was just yeah, – and you think, well, this is an evolved person in the 50s. But when it comes to – and we are very open-minded and we feel every child needs love – 
Now here's when it, here's when you become the ninety percenter. And that last little bit, you go. But we just think a black child would be better in a black home, and it's not that we are prejudiced. We just feel that the love that a black family and the, that's no, no, that's you know, Mister. They were like, no, we're a hundred fucking percent. Does a child need love? We can give them love. We go all the way, and that's why he was able to evolve to where he got because he had brilliant parents. He took that and did more with it, you know. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm like, you also have this ability to like come up with hypothetical people and then get mad at them. But well, you know why? That's only crazy if those hypothetical people don't exist. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> I don't. I, mean, I set up a scenario. Hold on, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna drill. You. I set up a scenario. Yeah. If I set up a scenario of yeah, so a guy comes in my house last night. He goes, hey, I got 700 cupcakes and I want to store them here. I don't have room for 700 cupcakes. Well, that's crazy because that never happened. But the scenario that I just set up represents a huge group of people around this world, 90 percenters. So I'm angry at because it exists. I didn't make up the problem. I made up a situation to show the way I feel about an existing problem. No, no, you're totally right. Yeah, you're fucking damn a lot right of people, <laughs> And, you know, a lot of people might be thinking, well, I don't feel that way. Thank God. I'm, but then you probably – you might feel that way about gay adoption. That's where you might draw the line. You might be thinking, oh, I'm forward thinker. I would adopt a black child. I did adopt a black child. We, we go to church every Sunday. What about, oh, well, not gays. That, yeah, that's that, that's we're, too weird. We're well, just saying go I don't the know. Ex- that to me, that, I think it's really uh, complicated because if I believe in civil rights and I believe in, uh, you know, I, I'm against bullying, you know, people only have so much time in their lives to devote to, you know, uh, to prove how dedicated they are to their opinions. So I can't just adopt a child because I believe uh, – that everybody that family should be uh, integrated. No, I'm but I, I do wholeheartedly believe in that concept. Well, I'm con- I'm a little confused. I was just saying we might be on the same page here. So let me just get clarity. I was just saying back then in the fifties uh, to adopt a child that wasn't basically it wouldn't matter if, it, what, if it, whether it was a Chinese child or a Japanese child or a Thai child or a black child yeah. or even uh, a Jewish child and you're Catholic. You know what I mean? It took a forward-thinking family to just go, no, we, we, we have love to give, and this child needs love. And that, well, how, that, how would the child know he's Jewish? The parent would know the child was Jewish. Well, it I'm, was adopting it. I'm saying the baby girl, it's, you could br- bring it up to be any religion you want it to be. Or if you wanted to teach it about its background, you would also teach it its okay. background. And by the way, if a child was Thai or uh, Japanese, it would okay. hard to be proved that it was uh, Jewish. <laughs> What are you two? Are you, you trying to team up and knock logic out of my head? No, I'm trying to come up with a good example. <laughs> uh, You're fighting me hard here. No, and no, I'm, no. I'm, I, I was just joking that you said, like, you started listing religions as opposed to races. And I, and I thought, well, the kid doesn't. The, the problem not. is that I, you're so right about what you're saying, and I agree with the essence of what you're saying so much. But then your example made me laugh because it's this couple that goes down to Selma, Alabama, and they're marching with Dr. Moore King. And then they come home and they're like, but I wouldn't actually adopt a black baby. Like, nobody ever said that. Oh, you're absolutely wrong. What? Oh, hold on. I want to take my time and get my wherewithal. There were people back. I would imagine it echoes the same problems we're having now. That they, that, be- they believed in civil wait, wait, rights, on, but they let, didn't let, believe in integration. Yes. Let me bridge you here. They, no, no, no. You. I don't think they were marching. They were just people who, who agreed with the current popular opinion, the, the progressive thinkers, but they never left their house and marched for it. They never maybe— Hold on, hold on. Not oh, necessarily no, no. You know, you true. You said that they did. You said that they were pl- politically involved. Okay. I'm saying I know there's people today that aren't like—we're going to go back to the same thing with the, with, the, uh, with the gay issue. There's people that are like, you know, think that 
children shouldn't be bullied because they're gay. Matter of fact, they'll tell a story how, oh, their na- you know, I've said this before. Our matter of fact, our neighbor's daughter was uh, as a lesbian, and she we went on a trip last year, and she took her and her girlfriend, and we had a good time, and it was like, and we showed them love. And you think, this sounds like a really forward-thinking couple. But then there's a but. That they're not like, you know, fuck queers and fuck lesbians and transgender people. No, that's an extreme. They're pretty open-minded, but it's that last 10% that they would then. So where do you think? It all sounds good. It sounds like this sounds like a forward-thinking family. And the, matter of fact, we marched. We went up there to Santa Monica Boulevard last year, and we marched in the parade. Because they're, they're, they're marching for a lot of rights. But when it comes to – maybe I'm wrong. I would – no, I don't think I am. I, I think – I mean the way you're saying it makes it mean – There's some it, that it, still it have a problem like they're hypocrites. with – Like there are people who want to be they, – they want what you get from being seen uh, for being progressive, but they don't actually want No, to no, no. I think they're, they're 90% there. They get a lot of the rights. But when it comes to the marriage, then they're like, but I don't know. That's the that, – that but happens. Haven't you ever heard those people – when, the people that run for that are running for uh, uh, office, they always have that. Well, I believe in equal rights, and people should be able to visit each other in the hospital. It all sounds good, and then there's a but. And then I'm saying not having uh, that but. Well, see, because I think the people who say I believe in this stuff, but don't believe in it. I mean, I think that's just purely like I just don't. I can't actually publicly tell you that's a good, that I don't think that's a, good a, point. Game, a gay couple should actually have the same rights as a married couple. But I, I just want to kind of sound as progressive as I can before I kill. No, that. no, you know what? I, I you, that might be a really good point. They might be saying that because they know sociably what they really think is so intolerable. So they go forth with as much open mindedness, trying to be open minded. Yeah, to me, yeah. To, 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 you to might have the, a point. At the end of your thought is that uh, to uh, that a gay couple shouldn't have the same rights. The real end, the real point you're trying to make is like I just don't think that gay people. Uh, should have the same rights as everyone else. Well, unle- no matter how much you right. feel like they're entitled to have clean this up for me. Or, or on the other side, some politicians might do the same thing, and then they mean the front end of it, and they don't mean the end of it. They just trying to get the votes of you know modern conserv- uh, you know uh, moderate Republicans or whatever. I guess like, so. I think Obama, I, if he, I think if he had a mandate, I think he would just you know kind of get rid of a lot of that stuff a lot sooner. As opposed to trying to get everybody, you know. Right. Well, the only uh, this is I know this is getting boring. It's all right. Uh, you know what? Well, no, we're talking about it. The, the to me the the best you can say if you don't go all the way. I think there are people who might be ninety percenters, but they're people who um, the this, the little small step they take is actually what makes the biggest difference. Uh, so, like, in, if you're voting for civil rights in like 1957, say, and you get, and you say, well, I can't give like I can't vote for. 100% civil rights, but what if we gave them like they can v- be on juries? It sounds terrible. It sounds like we really need civil rights in the country, and you're not – like that's that's a really shitty bill. You know what? I'm but gonna, it, it's a step. It's, I'm a, gonna, it's actually what leads to civil rights. I'm going to go full circle here. Let's, let's say – I've never said this on the show, but we'll all have our final thought. Then we'll take a break, and we're going to come back with a whole new direction, motherfuckers. You all right over there, Lexi? Um – I'm going to go full circle in my opinion. I think there are people like that, the 90 percenters, even with the civil rights and with same thing with the gay. I think there's people that genuinely could be evolved at 90 percent, but not that last 10. I think there I think there were people probably back then that thought the the segregation of the bathrooms or the black people sitting on the back of the bus. I think there are people could have been genuinely horrified them. They got that far, but didn't go that last little bit. Of like if it was adopting a child or something like that, and then I think that's what I'm trying to say is, 
go all the way. You know, just go all the way. So anyway, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Every Can time I say I'm, something? Yes. I think, just kind of echo what you were saying, if you were going to have beauty pageant for eight-year-old girls, I think it's only fair that we have um, bodybuilding contests for eight-year-old boys. You know, let's even it out a little bit. It's quite a chauvinistic society that we live in that people only want to see eight-year-old girls. Oh, by the way. I want to see some boy abs. Guess what? What? They have it. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Somebody told me about their kid that was involved. And he looked a little young. He was like 11 or 12. And I was like, really? They have uh, bodybuilding for 12-year-olds? And they they lift weights? And and then he said, yeah, they do it as young as... So guess what we're going to do? We're going to take a break, look that up, and when we come back, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you. I think, I think it is definite. It's okay. definitely. So, um, so there my, we go. We'll take a break. Mike, last minute thought? Last thoughts? Last thought? Oh, no. I was going to say when you brought up uh, beauty pageants, doesn't like football really mess kids up? Don't they get head injuries when they're like 8 years old now, 12 years old? Yeah, I'm sure. And we'll be back. No, 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 no. The other night. No, 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 no. Nobody throws to break but me, Christopher Burden. Oh, my God. You, of all people. No, he don't give a fuck. Brutus. If he's got a gun to your head, Chris, and he says throw to break, never in the history of this show does anybody else throw to break. You, maybe. I'd let you throw to break. Now, hold on. You just said something. You said about the football. Remember how I said there's gray area? Some people would say the football isn't even the gray area, but I, I know. Once you start, what about football? I don't know. You know what? Let everyone do what they want because I'm going to die soon, and then I'll have to deal with this shit. But let me tell you something. If, I, if there is an afterlife and I get to, like, you know, ooh, you know, uh, I, oh, some people are going to be fucked. Wait, that's your goal? That you're hoping that you could be a ghost? Yes. I don't know. Mike kind of blew I'm gonna my mind. I'm going to be a bully. I'm going to be Mr. I'm going to be Mr. Casper. Casper the <laughs> Mr. Friendly. Mr. Casper. Casper the friendly ghost. Oh, that was something I never understood too. Why are people f- I never understood the idea that ghosts are scary. Well, you can't see them and they move shit around. I know, but isn't the whole point that there's something that happens after you die? Shouldn't it be like the greatest thing you've ever seen when you when a ghost uh, pops up in your closet? Yeah, what do you scare? Well, because I think they think some there's there's good energies and bad energies. The ooh, I think that's friendly. I think that's like ooh, ooh. that could be Joanne Worley or a ghost. All right, listen, let's talk about what just happened. Okay, this is why this show always ends up on the top. This is why we get the ratings we get. We know what just happened. We're we're aware of it. We just bit our teeth into something. I don't think. What, you think in the mid-sentence you're going to stop me like that? I really? Didn't, I didn't say anything. The nerve. The ner- I've done it too, but the fact that I caught you, I was mid-sentence, and he goes, <gasps> um, we'll all get our turn. I think we all just talked about something. I didn't have the clarity I wanted on it. Did I hit moments of it? Maybe, but I wish I had more clarity. So it makes me want to just go in and go, let's edit that out. If I'm going to tap into something, if we're going to discuss something, we're able to be able to give a slant on it that, that helped people bring clarity to them. You want people to listen to this and go, oh, they really helped me organize my thoughts. We didn't, but we tried. Well, that's the thing. I, I'm going to actually cast my vote for editing it out 
because I think it's frustrating. I think people are going to listen to that, and they just wanted a point to emerge. And they just wanted one intelligent thought that was going to cut through everything. I and, know. And they never got it. Guess what they did? The closest they, we got to it, by the way, and I'm not trying to you know, be mean to you guys, but uh, the closest we got to it was my empathy course. Yeah, that was actually really smart. Can you cut around that? Can you kind of leave that little... Well, you know what? If I have to cut you two out, then I'm not going to stop. I'm, I'm not going to guess anymore. Because this is what you're doing to me. You basically, you're saying if you could cut us out, I think you got a good show here. What I'm saying is, I don't want that one little that one little nugget to get lost. Because most, I, I'm, I'm telling you, honey, people are turned tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, you do not throw the break because I throw the break. You see, whose name is whose whose name is over there on a on a laminated piece of paper that no one can see from here. <laughs> it actually is. Um all right, listen, we're going to take a break. I think the fact that we discussed it helps. I know it's we can't do that every week, but when that happens, at least people go, "God, it's relieving that they at least brought it up." We didn't I don't know. A little snip snip, I don't think we hurt anybody. And believe me, they still would think you didn't. I know. I'm not snipping it. I want people to hear what you want me to do. I, nothing gets snipped. You got some Johnny Cash? Hold on. <sighs> We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Everything's fine. Our ratings are just fine. We can afford to have one show that's not so good, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> some of the other shows. Whew. Mark Maron. You know, the problem with the Mark Maron show, we are, we're dealing with the same problem, that his show is on the same time as our show is on. So it really, it, it, <laughs> I love that joke. Jen Kirkman started that. It's so funny to think, you tell your parents, no, the reason see Chris Hardwick's podcast is on the same time as our podcast. So it's like, mm. all right. Well, Mr. Rogers, they, had a, they adopted a black kid. That's something good came out of that. Maybe we could have him on the show. All right, toddlers and tiaras, do whatever you want. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. The other night, dear, as I lay sleeping, I dreamed I held you in my arms. When I awoke, dear, I was mistaken. So I bowed my head and I cried. You are my sunshine. My only sunshine. Ah, that's really Johnny Cash singing uh, You Are My Sunshine. I like it. It's a great song. Well, I don't know if it's a great song, but Johnny Cash did a good job with it. You Are My Sunshine. I think I found a song I could sing. I know we joke around about it a lot, but this one here is, uh, I don't know. You know, it seems the love I've known has always been the... The most destructive kind. Yes, that's why now I feel so old before my time. Yesterday, when I was young, the taste of love. Ah. Oh my God, I just thought of a. Tur- turn this off. Turn the echo off. Wouldn't it be funny if I was. This- I'm a singer, but I can't hit the notes. So every time I go to hit the notes, I get pissed off at myself. Because last, last week I did that, I was so good, but the minute I tried to hit barely a note, like I was talking the song all right, but the minute I went, if I can just go for that note. But you still do like a three-hour concert every night. Yeah, I just, a lot of talking, and yeah. I get mad. Okay, so here we go. Here's me. And then you'll be in the background, like you're, you're commenting on this sort of off-putting. Ooh, I, the, I oh, by the song. way, pause it again. 
Well, first of all, you should set up the song. You should let people know yeah, you what you're like about to intro, say. Yeah, intro to the song. Hold on. Let me get the right. Hold on. We're all good, everybody. <laughs> I like that means just be patient. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, Mr. Todd Glass. Okay, you ready? Okay, what do we have in the background? I think it's just a little reverb. And you'll, you'll, hold on. Not yet, I'll tell you when. Everyone applaud, I just finished my last song. Mm, sounds like a small, small venue. <laughs> okay, hold on, do applaud again, I got nervous. <laughs> yeah! Thank you. Chris, that was great. I ruined the bit. Anyway, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for coming out this evening. Love you! Shh! <laughs> I'm still, I still don't like people talking. What, you know what? If I was a singer, I think I'd still get mad at people. All right. He's good, but he's very stern. Everybody loves me. It's disrespectful. I don't care about me. It's di- the person next to you doesn't give a shit if you love me. He likes it quite... <laughs> All right. He likes a quiet show. Okay, I want to get into this for real now. So here we go. So the, here's the bit. I can't hit the notes. I get angry, but I still continue my song. And I think the audience, sometimes you hear them in the background. Oh, he really gets angry. You know, whatever, whatever you two want to do. Okay, have fun. Everyone, give that applause again. I like that one you had on the, on the thing. Oh, my way. That was the end of my one song. Right. Come on. I love Todd's backup babies. I don't like the sound. I don't like the laughing sound effect. It ruins the bit. I really want to get into the special place here. So play the applause. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to sing a song that was originally recorded by Frank Sinatra. I've heard of him. That's who's in my audience. Why are you even... I miss Hold on, take Frank the echo Sinatra. out of my voice. Why are you... Hello? Why are you even at the show? How'd you get free tickets? Because you, you seem very... No, I'm, by the way, I love that person, so don't think I'm... But I want to get into the head. She goes, I've heard of him. Well, wait. I think she literally saw the flyer and it said, Todd will be singing songs <laughs> by Dean Martin, oh. Frank Sinatra. Oh, she thought they... Yes. She, she didn't think... I, Gourmet. Come to think of it, they are dead. I like all of those people. Okay, here we go. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. This next song that I'd like to sing needs no setup. His musical director he turns to. Gary? Give me a little something, Gary. Oh, I love this song. I bet Gary has another winner coming down the pike. Can we do that again? Yeah, put your beer down. <laughs> God forbid. Okay, ready? So now you're going to do it so bad. Here's, here's Chris's, the way he thinks. I'll have to do it bad again without holding the beer to prove that it had nothing to do with the beer. <laughs> so wait, you are giving a concert in a major concert hall, like a stadium, uh-huh. with, re, with like your voice echoes in it. And it's just you and a musical director who plays songs on an iPod? No. Well, we're doing that in a beer? No, we're doing that here in the studio. I'm referencing him in the current. Oh, so he's like a band leader. He's a conductor. Well, in, I, when I go to it, I, when I said, what did I call him as he was the band leader? I think Gary. Gary. Well, he's, no, he's in charge of the 50-piece orchestra. Oh, but okay. I say him because he's the conductor. 
Okay, and I'm then sorry. when it didn't come on right, I'm referencing Chris with a beer. Okay, I think I it's just it. you're, you're when you said turn it off. No, no, that was me yeah. referencing Chris. Okay, yeah, yeah, I turn. That's not professional. And ten thousand people, turn it off. <laughs> okay, here we go. Maybe we should just make it easier. <clears throat> Reverb. Gary. I hope you enjoy this. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? God damn it! Jesus. <sighs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I don't mean to be so upset, but uh, my musical conductor fucks up, and god damn it, it gets my fucking good. He swears a lot. Well, I hope they, I hope they fire the conductor. You're right. Pay good money for this show. Yesterday, when I was young, the taste of love was sweet. Shut! Fuck! I looked at life a foolish game, the way the evening breeze, candle flame. You do great! Thousand dreams I dream, the splendid things I plan. God fucking damn it! You know what? Fuck this bit. Uh Fuck it. Turn it off. I'm not happy. All right. I don't like that bit, and I'm not going to continue to do the bit if I don't like the bit, you know? Hi, guys. We're back. Now the show starts. This is the show. I hope people understand. We've done this before. We're shaking. Here's what happens. I have enough listeners. I've, I've done a few shows. I've done enough shows since I started this podcast, and I've met the coolest people in the world. I don't need more listeners. So I think what I'm going to try to do is all I need is maybe 100 listeners that are willing to support me. So the price will be higher for the show, but I think we might cut it off to 100, but it's like it costs 5000 a, a year. Oh, no, I need good. more than that. I need... 200 listeners, it's 5,000 a year. How much would that be? How much would 200 uh, people 10, times... 10,000. 10, 10, 10, 10, oh, great. A bunch of fucking idiots I'm here with. I, I gather with other people because I hope they're smarter than me. Wait, 5,000? If there's 200... <laughs> this is just... If there's 200 people and it's $5,000 each, how much would that make? $100,000. That's all? I think so. Uh, I can't. I, that, that was my whole plan. No, was fucked I, up. I'm, I'm wrong a lot. I'm wrong often about okay, money. Okay, Daniel. I, find, I can't. Oh, my God. I swear <laughs> I, to God, I'm going to have a goddamn nervous breakdown right on the air. <laughs> right. Well, here's it's the thing. Here's yeah, what I want to know. Shut up. If you I had 10,000, if you had 1,000 times 500, you have 100,000, no, no, and then no. you have shut 20, so off. then, I swear to God, and then to it's 200. <laughs> I, 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 you can't be uh, misinformed and loud. No, I think he got No, I think it's 200 times... Five thousand. That's a million dollars. No, it isn't. This no, must be wrong. Okay, two hundred people. We were we talking about Time. social issues ten minutes ago? Were people listening to us? You know what? People listen to the show. Don't don't go there. Don't go there. Don't 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 make fun of the show. You make fun of me. You make fun of the listeners, and I won't have it. God damn it! One thing you want to give a pop shot to me? All right, hold on. This is really driving. Hi, I'm Todd Glass. My show is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. you got to edit it out. I'm so paranoid. What? No. God damn it. I said it was $100,000 and it was a million. I, was, I, I can't. It's so embarrassing. Shut it off. Shut it off. 
Shut the music off. You're good, Chris. You know you're good. You know I love everything you do, Katie. Oh, this is no. nothing to do. Hold on one second. Shh. Quiet. This has nothing to do with Katie. This is not Chris's fault. Chris gets in here at 2 o'clock to go over these jingles. 2.30. Today it was 3. Yeah. I wish he'd show up on time. I'm the guy who tries to give people a compliment. I still insult them. Uh, Sam's over there being great. Mikey takes these creative pictures. I'm, I'm lucky he doesn't listen to this show right now and never want to come here again to take pictures. This is our fault. And when I say our fault, you too. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to include myself because I don't want to look like a dick. But yes, you were way off on the math. Million. It's a million dollars. I know, but it's, it's, it's so embarrassing. Don't touch your mic. This is the best show we've had. It's, I think I've let people see a little of the angry side of me. And they, you know what? They need to see it. I don't want to be phony. Up to now, people think I'm a saint. They go, this Todd Glass guy is nothing but a f- breath of fresh air. <laughs> Last week, he got a little frustrated. Is it real, my frustration? Well, yeah. Yeah, it is. But it's all good. The only thing good about it is at least I can be in the moment. So if 200 listeners gave me 5000 a year, right. that's a million dollars. That's a million bucks. So I'm going to lower the price. I don't need a million dollars. Who the fuck am I? Need a million dollars. I'm going to lower it. One ninety. <clears throat> All right. Listen. By the way, did you uh, do you have problems? By the way, no. <laughs> You're nervous. <laughs> I have no problems. No one wants I'm fine. to. No, one, Mike. I'm fine. You know what? every. What? I don't want to say this because I'm allowed to say whatever I want. This is all good. Do you know that? Why I would can't I... tell. I'm actually not sure whether <laughs> this is like bombing no. in, in a way that you're uncomfortable no, with. Because no. you've built up this empire. I'm never. <laughs> That's the best thing you said all day. <laughs> Talk about getting, getting back in my good graces. Mike's brilliant at it. I just feel like you built up this empire. Go, empire? And all of a sudden, lower Mike Daniels, Mike. You know, that's how who has I who I like more. I give them more mic volume. OK, you have it here so we can see I have it the, while you're... I do all the volumes like someone's boring. I lower their mic and then I bring your mic up. So this <laughs> is built okay. my own empire. I'd have to well, oh, there's... just turn up my own reverb knob. OK, there's no doubt if this happened every week. No, mm-hmm. it would not be a good thing. But it happens. And we're in the moment. That's why, you know, I hope the listeners are like, they're, I'm, it's, a little bit, it's a little bit choppy, this show. But that's what it is. And it's okay. Is that a weird way to say it? I'm aware. Who are you, who are you texting, Chris? My mom. Oh, you <laughs> fucking prick. You try to use your mom as an out. My mother, how dare you? She's like, how's the show going? And I was like, it was going pretty good. Then Todd asked me who I was. Your mother texted you. How you make her sound like the best? How's the show going? Give me, take, give me your phone for a second. No. Okay. All right, listen. The show is a little bit choppy, but because we can be in the moment, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, don't want, I want you to be happy. I, it's not my show. I want you to be happy. I mean, all I care about. Well, I can tell it's not your show with the effort you put in. <laughs> <laughs> this is my show. Okay, I'm gonna take. You know what? You're right. I don't want to be like that guy on that cruise ship that ran off like a scared chicken. You know, my. I don't want to be that guy. Like, oh, my podcast isn't going well. Ah! 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 No, I take responsibility. I'm here to get this thing back on track, and we're gonna do it. We are capable. I don't care if we have to take another break and rethink about no. this. I don't. I don't think we take a break. I think we should just move right, right in. Okay. Did you ever? Do you have a problem dieting? Uh, I try. I've been. I've been trying to diet lately. Did you ever think of just, you know what you should do, eat yourself skinny? How do I do that? Well, I don't know, but uh, the people at Sensa 
They say you can eat yourself skinny. This might take a minute to get to. Like, it's, it's a little you long. To lose weight, there's something you already know. No matter what restrictive diets, programs, or products you've tried, they've all had one thing in common. They didn't work. But there's something new that will. I love, uh, we can pause it without starting all over, right? I love the already the beginning of these ads. These are the ads that go, have diets failed you? You know, like you haven't failed diets because that person's going, yeah, diets have failed me. And it's all based this whole ad on, are you tired of having to exert any effort to lose weight? Wouldn't you like to do nothing at all and watch the pounds melt away? <laughs> Who the fuck is believing this? Who's sitting home going, honey, you know you can eat yourself skinny? Shut up. You gotta be shit me, Bill. Now, there's an add-on right now. Meanwhile, they're both like 700 pounds. <laughs> oh my God, why didn't we ever think of eating ourselves silly? I want to eat... Well, we've been eating ourselves silly, but we're not losing weight. This is a new way. You eat yourself silly and you lose weight. It's all in your head and some shit you sprinkle on the food. Do they yell at each other because they have, they're trapped in separate rooms because they're so fat they can't even you know what? meet in the same room anymore, so they have to just yell to each other? Well, we don't make jokes about people's weight on this show. You said they were 700 pounds. Well, it's not my fault. Well, it's not my fault, too. I don't know. I see these two poor people yelling to each other. I just want to help them. Okay, here's I just the love d- anything with a problem where the solution is obviously like the problem. That uh, like, oh, eat yourself skinny. That's it. That's right for me because eating's the thing for me. Right. I like to eat. And yeah. if, it, if I could eat myself skinny, uh, uh, uneducate yourself. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, you know, the way that, that's the way you can uneducate yourself to. A, I don't know. You know what I meant. Um, what are they? All my examples have to be great. By the way, people that are trying to lose weight, not everybody is 700 pounds. There's people that are trying to lose 10 pounds. So I'm not making fun of heavy people. I'm genuinely not. I'm not going against my word. I said that on another show. I can do better than giving cheap shots to people that have a weight problem. I am empathetic. I am making fun of this ad that uh, just tries to appeal to that person that's going, oh, this sounds easy. I would love to know, though, if there's really somebody out there going, they can eat themselves skinny. Give this ad a chance to breathe. I'm going to Asian myself off Chinese food. (laughs) Nothing. None of their products. Drink yourself sober. Right. Are you tired of not drinking to get your sobriety? Well, drinking, I love drinking so much, it's become a problem. If I can keep drinking myself out of it, that would be right. terrific. Cheat yourself into a healthy marriage. <laughs> I'm going to woodpecker myself off annoying animal. <laughs> All right, let this ad go. Uh, Give it a second. Something new that will. Right now, hundreds of thousands of people are already losing millions of pounds without dieting. Doesn't it sound like he knows he's lying when he says hundreds of thousands? Of the 21st hundreds century. of thousands. It's called Sensa, the amazing new clinically proven sensation that you sprinkle on to take the weight off. Whether you need to lose 10 pounds, 50 pounds, or more, now you can. Simply sprinkle Sensa on, continue to eat all the foods you love, and watch the pounds come off. It's that easy. I lost over 120 pounds with Sensa. I have lost 50 pounds total. (laughs) I've been using Sensa for a year now, and I'm down 70 pounds. As you eat, Sensa works with your senses to help safely stimulate your body's natural hunger control switch. So one bite triggers your body into thinking you've eaten more than you have. Go ahead and continue to eat your favorite foods. You'll begin to lose weight without having to think about it. It's as simple as sprinkle. 
eat and lose weight. If this sounds too good to be true, just listen to this. Wait. One of the largest clinical studies ever conducted for a non-prescription weight loss product. Over 1,400 people lost an average of 30 and a half pounds in just six months without changing their diet or exercise routine. All they did was sprinkle Sensa on everything they ate. I lost 45 pounds, 42 pounds, 38 pounds. Right. This revelation in weight well, loss you know the is old, the result uh, of David 25 Letterman years joke? of research and development by one of the world's leading experts on the science of smell just, and taste. Just give it a hard fade out. Hard fade out, Chris. Before I come over there, and I, you know what I'll do? Here's how, here's how much in control I am of myself. I will come over there with an aggression you've never seen and stab myself in the head. Because I know that it's not fair to take my anger out on somebody else. But is, uh, to George Carlin, to George Carlin, help me out here. Are you doing that as a joke? Yeah. Okay. That makes, you know what? Now I feel better. Because <laughs> I thought, because now I know at least you're, I thought you didn't get it. We got him a new volume thing because the old way to bring the volume down, he had to use the, uh, the mouse right. and click and then pull it down. And it's a little bit hard when you've got a million things going on. So we have him a switch right now. And I'm watching him with his hand faded so slowly. I, uh, uh, what, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just well. Now it's not. It's it wasn't funny Sensa, to begin with. Sensa, what do you got? I know. I just remember. Just reminded me of a great old joke. Do it. David Letterman would tell. What, what he is said, it? There was a commercial on television for a weight loss that promised uh, you'd lose weight without uh, diet or exercise. And I'm thinking, well, that pretty much leaves disease. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth it. What else is there? Would you like to lose weight without diet or exercise? Come on, you can't. You what? just sprinkle this stuff on because it's eat. cocaine. That's probably what it, it's probably some sort of a high stimulant. Have you done coke ever? Don't lie. Yeah. You've done coke? Yeah, you've done coke. No, I haven't. Come on. I have not done coke. Oh, that, I knew that about you. Yeah, I've done coke. I've done uh I've um uh I've smoked pot. Mm-hmm. I did mushrooms once. I drink and uh I've been known to take a Vicodin here and there. <laughs> uh, look, I got to be honest. Otherwise, people you know, f- know you're full of shit. Um, so great. Uh, how about you, Mike? Have you done coke? Oh, you, you have. Yeah, I did. I, uh, uh, it was wild, yeah. When's I mean, the last I time hated, you did it? I, I mean, I hated cocaine. I, didn't, I had no fun. When's the last it. time you did it? I guess I was 21. Oh, so okay. You'd say. Okay, yeah. what about you? Don't lie. A few years ago at a bachelor party. Oh, so six months ago. Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> At a bachelor party, get coked up, get the whores coming in. Fun. Fun. That's your life. So now I know what you're doing when you can't come over to my house and hang out. You're hanging out with coked, coke-addicted whores. All right, I'm just hanging out with Mike's ex-girlfriend. I'll tell you, I remember uh, the saddest, like, side effect of it was that I uh, was watching Frasier, <laughs> and I thought, I thought I had come up with the greatest idea for a Frasier episode <laughs> on, on cocaine. And I was and I was writing it down, and I and I thought, I thought like this. If we have nothing else, this drug, it was worth it for this one idea. It's changed my life. And then I and then I and then I like was so angry when I like woke up in the next morning. And I thought like, oh, cocaine just like tricks you into thinking you thought of good Fraser ideas. <laughs> I I the only I never did coke, but a long time ago I was having a scar removed. And uh, they would give you something equivalent to liquid, uh, liquid Vicodin. Right. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. They were. That was the slang for it. But that's what it was equivalent to. And they would give you an injection, and then you'd go back into this. Not the waiting room where the people waited, but there. Once you got on the doctor's side, mm-hmm. 
and there was a waiting room. It was really nice with like really comfortable big chairs and everything. And they would they would put the liquid. They would they would give me a little injection because they did back the laser hurt. They had to do the shot to make it not hurt. It still hurt a little, but I liked the uh, you know the shot and the liquid Vicodin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would go back into the lobby and I would I called it the appreciative drug because I would just. Uh, you know, just I remember talking to an old woman about her sweater for like an hour. I asked her every question she wanted to. I go, that's really nice. Like, I didn't really care about her sweater that much, but like, I knew she cared about it and she said she knitted it. And I'm like, oh, how long does it take? I asked her every question that I knew she'd want to answer. And then we talked about it and then she talked about her kids. And I just was like, this is just great. Now, here's the thing about it. My sister-in-law yells at me because she, you know, I think at this point, I think we've talked about this on the show. If, if, I'm, if I'm lying, well, then obviously, you know, I'm lying. But if I'm telling the truth, I think that my history has shown that I can, what I say, recreationally. I've said this before. I've recreationally taken Vicodin. Mm-hmm. If I had to put a number on it in my life, oh, Jesus Christ, 10, 15 times, 20 times max in my life. That's in, in my history, which would have been from 30 till now. So no, I, I mean, I think we... We used probably to, yeah. when I was in college, I mean, when we lived in the same house, I yeah. probably did it together. Yeah. We, oh, that's, the, that's probably – you know what happens? I, I don't know. Look, you know, I should call the show. Did we talk about this before? Um, but uh, you get a prescription. You know, when I had uh, – one time when I had my wisdom teeth removed, and you get a prescription. Over the years, whenever they've given it to me, subscribe – what's it called? Prescribe. Prescribe it to you. They give you like 20. Max, I need two. One the night of it, the next day maybe a half, and the pain's not there. And then you got a bottle of it. I've never, I can't understand why they give you twenty, but you take the twenty, and then you know, six months go by, you do one, two months goes by, you just. And uh, me and Mike used to do them, and uh, that was our that was our fun. No, I remember, and I tried. <laughs> is this bad to talk about? My, it might. I don't know. I mean, this is so long ago. I feel yeah. like everyone's entitled to, um, you know, mess around this, um, yeah. have fun once in your life. Yeah. I, but uh, I remember. Because uh, I had one friend who did every drug, and he took me to a party once, and um, we did ecstasy. And it was this party of, like, uh, Beverly Hills kids who I think they were, like, 19 or something. And I remember the girl who um, whose house it was just falling, like, completely uh, like in love with her. Like, I didn't talk to her or anything. I just remember feeling like, I, this is this is the woman I'm going to marry. And then... Going upstairs, and there was a portrait of her aunt that had died, and I talked to the portrait of her aunt for half an hour, be- begging her permission, and telling that I will be good to her. Wait, what? Hold on, I'm I, sorry. What were you on? Ecstasy. Oh, I thought it was Vicodin. I'm like, I never had that happen. Oh no, no, this was like the most drug I ever did. Is that wrong? That I want to. I, I don't. You know why I won't try ecstasy? I, about a year ago, or even think six months ago, I said, eh, if I could get. You know, prescription or there's no chance in hell that would be bad. I'm not dying to try. I mean, it's, I don't, I'm not losing my life right. to do ecstasy. I don't care if there's a 1% chance that I would die. I don't want to take it. I, I don't need to do ecstasy. But if there is a way I could do it and it would be as safe as, like, taking a Vicodin, you know, the odds are if you take one Vicodin, unless you're addicted and you're taking 15, 20 a day. By the way, okay, while you're at it, we may as well be honest. How many Vicodin does it take you to feel, oh, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling buzzed? Well, I stopped. I, I think I only did it like once or twice, and like, I would get like I, I think I think the second time I did it, I took one and then I drank a beer and I got really nauseous. So one, yeah, I think so. Yeah, how about you? One, yeah, because that's the, I'm the same. One is about what it, I could do a half, 
And then if I do one, that's a lot, especially if you do one and you have a beer. But that's why I want to hear those. I remember the first time I knew somebody that was addicted to Vicodin, and I asked their girlfriend. I was like, you know, because he's clean now and he's doing really well. And I said, do you mind if I ask, like, when he was at his worst, how many is he taking? She goes, how many do you think? And I just thought, well, one. But I get it. One's not a lot. But so, And then I thought, three. No, that's too close. I go, seven? Like, to me, that was like, I just Seven had, a day. No, no, it was it like was at like, a time. Well, you know the stories that people do twenty five, thirty Viking in a day. A day, oh God. yes, you've heard those stories. Doesn't it make you, know. you really constipated? I guess you learn how to shit on it eventually if you're smart. That's how um, Elvis died. Well, that's Is not that, true. Yeah, that that's that's a that's a myth. Is that a myth? Well, you don't care either, do you? Just spread rumors like a motherfucker. No, no, no. That, this, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, but it's not, you know when when I read this, it sounded like such a you know great explanation. But his doctor, like years later, his doctor uh, revealed that, uh, or if it was found in his papers that you know he died of a heart failure, but he was so constipated, he was on the toilet, he was constantly struggling to sh- sh- shed it out. He was just so they found so much. Mm, sounds fun. I like dragging Elvis into my disgraceful. <laughs> oh my god, this is adventure. embarrassing. She's back in the bathroom. Well, that was Elvis. <laughs> All right, listen, we don't got to make fun of Elvis. He never heard it. He, all he did was great music. That's um, true. Here's what I'd like to do. Look, the show was, you know, we did what we did. We tried our hardest. Where did it go wrong? Was it ever it was, right? It was, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you, this is, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm okay. Look, we, this happened, and we talked, th- we talked the people through it. <laughs> That's the I least so. we owe I, them. I, I honestly don't we feel t- like I don't think it like went over a cliff no, that well, could be recovered. I think it. We need to. I, I'm gonna. You know how you know when things go well, you don't tend to relook at the game plan. I will be doing some serious work during the week to make sure this never happens again. Well, I, I okay. I mean, I it's your show. <laughs> I got a little confused in the bully section because I don't know. Uh, you know when it's serious and when it's not. Oh, can I? Can I? To George Carlin. Yeah. Now I feel guilty because I'm 100 percent responsible. I'm 100 percent responsible. I really mean that. I, this show's fine. No, 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 no. It's bad, but it's fine. It's bad. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? I guess so. It's not bad. It's what do you call it, Blake? Why don't you fucking help out? You and Sam just sit over there. Hi, <laughs> hey, Chris. All right. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's having fun. Um. All right, listen, let's do this. We're, we're going to have to say goodbye. We're, what, what, where are we at, two hours? Yeah. About. You know what the bad thing is? We did a long show for it, for it being, oh, God, this is the most nervous I've ever been. Like, you don't want to sign off, right? I are don't want to like, sign off. You just want to sit, you want to sit at the table because you think you're just going to get one more good <laughs> hand. <laughs> I'll sit here all night long. Uh. But it's really, it's literally, it's the, it is your life savings that you're throwing away on <laughs> one of these hands. Every one of these little reputation dollars. Here's what I'd like to do. We've never done this before. Okay, listen up. I want to thank everyone for coming today. We're going to take one little break. I, I, remember, oh, oh no, I think the thunder's stopping. Remember this glass jar? Let's do this today. I know this sounds immature, but maybe it'll be a fun way to end the show. I'm going to smoke a little bit. I haven't smoked this show. I smoked a teeny bit, but that's it. I'm going to smoke a little bit, and then we're going to pick some questions out of there, and that's how we'll wrap it up. And, that's, and that'll be it. Because this other topic I had was, again, a serious topic. I just I wanted to guess. Uh, I just got to be right where I'm at. Okay, so let's take a break, and then we're going to open up this jar of questions. 
I'm going to get so I'm going to smoke more pot. I will do what it takes to get this show to a good ending. So I'm going to I'm going to smoke a, more pot than I should smoke because okay. I think it might get me to a funny place. And then we'll answer these questions and hopefully it'll, it'll be a fun way to end the show. But by the way, let me tell you something. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Mikey, for taking pictures. Thank our listeners. Let me tell you something. We had we had something special tonight. Anybody can not do this, but I do. I'm trying to confuse people. They're like, he's right, anybody, what? Um, there's no charge for this. That doesn't mean we should, should suck, though. I don't like when people Can do that. Hey, this is free. Is. This is free. So what? It still has to be good. I'll tell you what I think it is. And I honestly think I, the problem is me. No, which no. Is it. I'm not trying to put myself... I, I honestly think I'm not, like, a headliner. No. I, I am... I'm a, I'm a sit on the cider and throw like, the occasional... I, you know, I throw something in. Nope. I don't... I, when, it, when the pressure's on me, I feel like... I, I think I Mike, feel like I'm not sure. You I think you're selling yourself short. I think you are. You are a headliner. I think it was me. That's nice. But Let's not. Hey, look. Now it's getting ridiculous. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. I think it might be Kino. I mean, um, I'm definitely on the sideline kind of guy. So if if you think you're on the sideline and I'm on the sideline, you're all there all by yourself, buddy. Yeah, you know what? It is you two. <laughs> I just I, I'm I'm sorry, but, it, but before you two spoke just now. Honestly, to George Carlin, I would have said, no, no, I just think I didn't have an agenda, and it happens sometimes. You know me, how I get off the air, and I'll talk about the show, and it's all right. The listeners are patient, and they get that we were where we're at with it, and uh, no, I just, whatever it is, I'd write it off. Have more of an agenda next week. Have more of a clean, when you're going to talk about something, have your thoughts clean in your head. But now that the two of you, you've convinced me that it might be you because you're saying you're not a headliner. You right. couldn't bring it. Daniel says I'm worse than him. So what am I? What do right. I have here to work with? Two idiots. Well, first of all, that didn't take much to convince you to flip 180. Of course, from from, from, from getting off the cross. But um, oh my god, yeah, two idiots. You're like the straight man in you, a Marx Brothers. Movie. Do you think I'm going to fight to take responsibility for this show? If you if you want to give me the no, out. I'm sorry. I, I had I had a few bombs. The Mike Wallace thing got edited wrong by me entirely, and maybe I didn't. Um... That Mike Wallace thing was great. Oh, thanks, Don. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, we're taking a break, Katie. This is going to go a little long, but we're all right. Thank you, Katie. Show Thursday night. Odd, Odd Thursdays. Oh, it's only Odd Thursdays? Yeah. I almost and drove Daniel's up there. Daniel's doing it on the 19th. On the 19th, I'm mm-hmm. doing it. Good for you. It's going to be fun. Go early. Go eat some Chinese food. Enjoy the night. Don't run. Put your phone away, you <laughs> fucking piece of shit. I'm sure it's already in there. Oh, you were looking up the date? Yeah. Bleep that out. Make me say, hold on, let me put something in there. Oh, I'm well, so glad we're working together. And then fill that in. edit this out. Yeah, no, I shouldn't have called him a fuck. Are you? I apologize. Hey. I swear to God, I do. To George Garland, what am I calling you a fucking piece of shit for? Just to think we're having this much trouble, and you pull out your phone. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Sorry. Right. How about if I pull out a CB? I would be impressed. No, you would be actually. Michael, are you all right? I'm I'm having a great time. All right, listen, we're gonna take a break. Does that sound Does that sound like the voice of a man who's being sincere? I believe you. You've never lied to me, Daniel. You're my friend, right? I like being here. Yes. I'm funny, right? Very. Dan, what do you think? I'm, I'm, you know, this is all good. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> oh, God. This is like crazy. The, oh. I, tell, I know what it's like when, you're, when you are like, gambling and you, it's all going wrong. I don't think it's know, going. It's not that you bad. You know that like, if the longer you. you stay there, the longer you stay <laughs> okay, there, no, the worse listen. it's going to get. Okay. Let's take a break. I'm kidding around. This show's going to be great. We're going to come mm. right back and we're going to have another segment of the cards and it's going to be fantastic. And you're all going to remember to the Chug-a-lug, chug-a-lug. 
All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. We're going to open up this thing of questions. I'm going to smoke a lot of pot, more than I should for you people. I'm, I'm going to have like seven hits until I'm out of my goddamn mind. Then we're going to come back, and they're going to ask me questions. And it, oh, it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be. I can't wait. Get the hell. Get, 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 get. get. I'll tell you, know what, you know what the problem is? Make you want to holler hidey ho. Burns your tummy, don't you know. Chug a look, chug a look. Grape wine in a mason jar. All made brought to school by a friend of mine and after class. Me and him and this to the fool decided we'll drink up what's left. Chug a look, so I held myself. Just want you to know, even though I tease you guys, and I'm talking to the listeners. Over the weekend, I've been I've been thinking about you guys. <laughs> you know, I'm so lucky to have great friends, a listening audience that is always forgiving to my mistakes. I'm the luckiest Woke guy in the world. Morning, and I tried to call you, Daniel. You're my friend. Thank you. Kind of put me. In despair. Mike? So I thought maybe I could lose my mind. I get the listeners. So I went for a ride. I'm the luckiest motherfucker in the world. Stop thinking about you. A lot of these other guys. Found myself wishing you were there. Their listeners would get mad at a show like Just this. But not my listeners. Sometimes they expect the most from me, and other times they'll put up with nothing. And that's why they're special. I wish there was echo in my voice. God fucking damn it, do I. It makes everything seem more important. Guys, I, I, I'm saying this to you. I, I'm uncomfortable to say it, so I say it in a song. But if, can you stop and listen? A tear through my eye. But I never stop thinking about you. Take it in. Found myself wishing you were there. You're damn right I wish you were there. Just to be with me. <laughs> I got the best friends in the world. Some smile. I didn't care. And you shitting me? Sam's here? Long time has passed. Shut the fuck up already. Mm-hmm. Blake Wexler's here? And I'm it's like you. young royalty. Daniel? No one else is sticking by me. Mike, you show up. Katie, Chris, Mikey's taking pictures. My head's gonna fucking explode. I must be one fun fucking guy for all you people to gather around me like this. I'm a blast. And that's why I was thinking about you. Because you're a blast to know that I'm your blast. Oh, God. <laughs> I guess. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Now. 
That's the best. Did that make up for that other shit? Yes. <laughs> it's like I go, listen, I know I had to do something. That's the greatest lesson I've ever heard someone learn. I'm a blast. I'm a blast. <laughs> I am a blast. I'm fun to be around. There's no denying it, right? Think about how brilliant you must be to recognize how fun I am to listen to. It makes me feel good. It does. Like You people get it. You can be anywhere you want. You're huddled around me. The best feeling in the world. I expected a little laugh there. You know, when you take the laugh out, it just makes me pathetic. Right? Brilliant. That's a good rule in life. If you say something sarcastic, it's so absurd and so self-centering and so gross and so nauseating that no human being would say it and no one laughs. They think you meant it. And that's disrespectful. And I won't stand for it. You know what? As soon as the show's over, we'll hang out for maybe an hour. Then you can all get the fuck out of here. It's a guy that really still wants to hang out with you. You guys, let me, after the show, maybe we'll go out, we'll eat something. But after that, you can go fucking home. Well, that's what we would do anyway. Well, all right. Here's the, here's the questions. We're going to ask, we're going to do 10 of these, and, and then we're going to say goodbye. Okay, so these are uh, like conversation questions. starters? These are, these are for people that are, that I don't want to be disrespectful because, you know, I have a new way I want to do the show. Mm-hmm. But these are for people that are boring that have parties. I think that's what they I guess I, let me read the instructions <laughs> for boring people that like to have parties. No, I think it's just, uh, you know, it is. It's weird if you go. Doesn't hey. Bill Maher have these on his show? No. No. Does he do this? No, he doesn't. I don't care. You know what? If he's doing it, that means it's a good idea. So I'm doing it, too. <laughs> that's what I tell people. OK, so here we here we go. So pull one out and you can uh, ask it. And this is it. You might think, really, you're it. You're doing the questions from the box. Yeah, it's apropos. We've been waiting to use these questions for so long. We said, now this is the show. We go, we went to the box. Well, I think this is something families do in the holidays, and we're like a family. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for saying you're welcome. No one ever says you're welcome to a thank you, except you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I don't know if I want to start all over again. All right, did you ask one? Daniel, you can't put one in and take it out. Well, you gave me an instructions card. That's guys, okay, guys, go guys. Let's just let Daniel pick the cards the way he wants to. <laughs> Sick and you tired of your back, shit. No. You, no, Daniel, if you want to put no, one Mike, back and take Mike, another one. You, you're not here every week, okay? I get abused. Come on. Every All little right. thing I do, don't touch the mic. I was Seriously? just telling you it was okay, Daniel. Hold on. Hold on. No, you it's... shut the fuck up, Todd. I'm trying to tell your little pal, Daniel, that it's okay if he takes another card. And he threw it right back in my face like Mike, a pilot. Mike, don't. Okay, first of all, I'm very aware of what's going on. Okay, Todd, we got, do not shut... yell at Mike like that, okay? Hold on. Let me get a little bit out here. We started this game. Do you realize the irony of what's going on? Because it was it's a peaceful way to end the show. Now we're fucking arguing about the game. I won't fucking stand for it. I just want to have a nice, quiet fucking game. Ask each other some questions and warmly answer them. So if Daniel could just read. Uh, Someone's demanding kindness. Okay, go ahead. Answer. Should. Question. Should insurance. Let's take this seriously. All right. Should insurance benefits be extended to domestic partnership? Oh, great. You know what? <laughs> I won't have that rhetoric in here. See, I'm ripping up the What's cards for real. What if I was Hot that? button issues? Jeez. Let's get the whole family talking. Yeah. What a way to... What a, everyone's gathered around the fucking fireplace on Christmas. Yeah. They're going to debate gay marriage. Yeah, that's... They're not past Your 90-year-old grandfather's like, I... What they... Hey, Aren't they the way, just supposed to burn them? <laughs> <laughs> you old cocksucker! No. Everyone go to bed. By the way, there's truth to it. This game was designed. These questions went out to a group that that wouldn't be old news. 
Like, you know what I mean? Because when we get that serious, I, re- I really ripped it up. Because mm-hmm. it's got to be something you all know the way we feel in this. But they have to believe that whatever home this game goes in, that there's going to be people all over the gamut. Now, mm-hmm. I, I know. By the way, they must right. have to, like, put out new editions every two years. Well, yeah. no, no, no. I think that's, this proves something indirectly. It's how I think ironic that it sort of got this deep by one of these cards. But, you know, when we say people forget what the world's like outside of their circles. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be commended for hanging around people that aren't prejudiced. But you put you out of touch with what's really still out there. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This box proves that. Right. <laughs> like, this goes to because because this – here's what's going to happen. Families will get that, and some will go, I don't know. Some people will go, all right, next question. They'll be so uncomfortable with the thought. <laughs> yeah, and right. then somebody else will go, well, we've thought about it. But, like, yeah, in this circle, we're like, really? Like, we're going to – should black people should be able to date white people? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I always bring it back to the blacks because they hate it. <laughs> and I'm trying to annoy them. <laughs> <laughs> There's something funny in what I said. I, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying. I know Don't stop saying. comparing. You, you, stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing that play to that play. No, I won't. Ha-ha. I'm never going to fucking stop. No. I decided this weekend I was going to have an expert in, but I'm not. I'm going to compare it. So if you don't like it, my black friend said that it's fine. Jared in Minneapolis, and you can go call him. I have a black friend in Minneapolis. And he's <laughs> new on ABC. I've got a black friend in Minneapolis. You'll love it. It's crazy antics every week. This week, they get into a fight over who made the mess in the kitchen. Oh, Jerry, come in here. Hey, you, you're always making fun of me because I'm, I'm black? That's right. I'm a black guy in Minneapolis. Funny things and antics will happen every week. Next week, he tries to play jacks with his sister. Oh, can I, Kelly! Can I, please, can I please just join the Jacks game with you guys? Okay. No, I told you it's just me and my sister. I know you guys only kid me because you like. I got news for everybody. Our guest is Mike. That did put me in a pretty uncomfortable position. I mean, I, like I was looked to. In that bit to be can the, I say something? To be the can black I, can I roommate, say and I've never I jumped, felt more put upon I in my life. I jumped in that bit head first because yes. I wanted to be the white guy right off the bat. It was so obvious. I've never I didn't seen want to do the black guy. I've never seen Daniel engage in a bit so fast, and then I realized, like, oh, he's going to be your white sister. And then both of you looked at me, be like, please, now let's make make like time can for your honest? tasteful decision. Uh, I didn't even think about that till just now. I just figured it would be like, I'm a black guy in Minneapolis. I didn't think they'd have to be stereotypical jokes. I just thought he was like, you know, well, like, I it was know, more to deal with I can't be like... I'm here. I know. I know. You. I know. Well, I could. I could have been actually. Maybe if I was more. You want to do like you think? Oh, we'll do, we'll do a soft shoe in the living room. Some pals. All right. Listen, I think we're we're doing good. Now, let's go. We have okay, nine more questions, question and then we got to go. Two. Okay. This is the long. You know what? If it's not going to be great, you do longer. You yeah. give people length for quality. In the third term this, of a pregnancy. This week, the Todd Glass show. <laughs> <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> that that laugh so when you're high like I am that, That'll keep you going Alright, come on now Too many sound effects, okay. we get crazy now, Would it be worse? I still got a classy show I run here Okay, get, what's your question? Quickly which, <laughs> Quickly before I talk again quick, You gotta get in which there Which one would be worse? To discover your teen had thrown a kegger in your house uh, Slept with her boyfriend in your bed Or wrecked your car Okay, which would be better? Worse <laughs> Because uh, I was going to say, okay, can you give them to me again, please? Throw, throw a party in your house. Wait, wait, what's the question? Which one would be worse? Okay, go ahead. Throw a party in your house, 
Mm-hmm. Slept with her boyfriend Hold in on, your stop, bed. Stop. Party or sleeping with a girlfriend? Sex, party, it's... sex, or a car. Wreck the car. Which would be the worst? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this is... I, I'm being totally <laughs> serious. I'm not kidding around. I can't play this game because I, uh, I'm not being able to remember them. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not just trying to be a jerk, but could you say it one more time? <laughs> Party. Party. I'm really high. You know that. And yes. I know when am I going to stop saying that, but I can't help it. And if I keep getting high like this, then I'm going to, I, I'm like triple high tonight. Party at your house. Okay. Party at your house. Sex with her boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Stop. Sex with her boyfriend. Wreck the car. Which would be the worst. Mm-hmm. Well, party in the house isn't good. Uh, well, the teen in, is a big, it's a oh, big. Oh, the car. Uh, the car? Why? Because that could mean someone could have gotten hurt. The other stuff, oh, you know, it's, oh. it's, they made a mistake, but it couldn't have killed them. If they wrecked the car, it could have been the kid could have died. So mm-hmm. that would have been any time you have a car accident. No, That's put, what any sane person would say to that. No, there's no, no, if there's you switch that, if no, you switch no. teens. I'd, I'd, I'd put sex over sex. car. Really? really? Absolutely. If my teenage daughter. You'd rather. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you go right to eight. All right, come on. Let's not talk about hey, that. Hey, Ronald what? Reagan didn't want to talk about it for a reason. I don't need to talk about it on this show. Hey, the, the, <laughs> it's Todd, over. The, does it change? Todd class, There's no AIDS gentlemen. anymore. <laughs> Stop it. Does it I'm change guy, your. Uh, by the way, how do, how do people that just tossing over to listening to this, and I imagine people toss over to the show, <laughs> hey, let's toss over to uh, see what's on the Todd Glass show. He's on the same time as Mark Maron. The listeners don't know this, but before the show starts, you say there's no AIDS on this show. Katie hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a Kennedy. All right, so what if the question I, what, was what if okay, we switch sh- from teen to mom? Which would be worse if your mom threw a party at your house, mm-hmm. had sex with her boyfriend in your bed, your mother, or crashed your Prius? Which is grosser or which worse? One, which one would you be upset about the most? The which sex would... in the bed. <laughs> that would be disgusting. Who's my mom fucking? <laughs> Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> well, in that case. Oh, jeez. Okay. Who was that? In that bit, who did you think that was? Someone get it? <laughs> Into your house. She didn't have sex. All right, let's not be stupid. Hey, we still sex, have a sex. show to do. <laughs> you, you said sex. Right, I don't make fun of my mom. Okay, this question's over. We have uh, we have time for eight more. Woman, <laughs> get it? Like it's way too long. It, it should. People are. I thought it'd be two by now. <laughs> okay, seventeen more. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Okay, do it quickly. What about your childhood? Wouldn't most people guess? That's the wording. I <laughs> has oh, a trouble. Come on. You and Bunghole won't leave him That's, alone. Wow. Okay. Sorry. That what was, about what about my childhood? That was the word. Someone wouldn't know. What? So something you wouldn't know. So if I tell you right now, you'll be mm-hmm. like, "Shut up." Mm-hmm. Do you have something? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Well, don't don't think of something. Don't try to be dramatic. You do or you don't. <laughs> but then, well, I run a tough you're, ship you're, even when it's sinking. Do you sinking. have something? I run a tough ship um, even if it's sinking. That's I mean, funny, I have, right? I, have, I, have I repeat it twice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Just that I Just want to make sure nobody missed that. <laughs> I'm so afraid people... Did you catch that one, folks? It's a real gem I just lobbed out at you. I said, uh, I run a tight ship even if it's sinking. <laughs> it was fun. All right, go ahead. You should have like an instant replay feature for your quips. I think I should. Okay, what's the next question? Let's go. Oh, okay. Come on, we have time for seven more. Wait, we, I didn't... Oh, wait, we no, know. we have time for eight more. We'll do ten. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, we have time for six more. Have you ever road raged someone? Oh, no, we didn't do the last one. We didn't do well, the yeah, last one. Yeah, what about your childhood? <laughs> shh, 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 no, you, most people guess. Okay, thank you. You go first. Um, I don't know what, you know, if someone... It's, you can't open up right away. 
You know, that you can't open up right away. I caught blowing the dog, and then everyone else goes, Yeah, that's you know. the thing. Is this supposed to be like, uh, like, a, like, like a confession or just something, some detail some that most in, people would guess? Like something, something, something interesting, I guess. Something interesting? Well, that, yeah. whoa, whoa, that makes me look. It doesn't have to be interesting because I wouldn't have said as a, a scenario, oh, I got caught blowing my dog. That was interesting. That would <laughs> that be, was interesting. That would be embarrassing. That would be also very interesting. Well, you have to be very open-minded for it to be interesting. <laughs> You'd have to be very accepting. You know what? He blew, got caught blowing the dog. Very interesting. I wonder what makes someone do that. Someone I think it's supposed to be one of those things th- that jumps into your mind, like, "Oh, I, my, you know, my uncle owned a, you know, hot air balloon thing," and we, we, like something like that. I, okay, well, g- give us one. Is I just your, did. Your uncle owns a hot no. air balloon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that'd be awesome. Did, did anybody answer this yet? Um, I was born near Chernobyl. You know what this is? A, you know That's, what this is? This is an open door for these stupid people, these parties, to start complimenting themselves. Well, this I, I com- went. I That's went. exactly, exactly. Yeah. People are going to be like, uh, yeah, well, I used to, um, I was a very good sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it would be more like so self-fulfilling. You know, when I was younger, I wasn't so drop-dead gorgeous. Oh, oh, I go. struggled with uh, I self-esteem issues when I was in high Shut school. Shut the fuck up. You? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, because I developed early, oh. and I was gorgeous. So, right. you know, that was a lot. It Come on, a, you were not yeah. always hot. So your sisters must have hated you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have one? Are you going to go? I got no. I mean, my uh-huh. fucking Chinese is so stupid. Mm. Well, nothing? You have nothing? We should- a Chinese couple taught me how to play the trumpet uh, when I was. <laughs> That's amazing. How did, how did that not come up faster? Wow, you didn't guess it. <laughs> That's great. Okay, I got and then they And then they uh, literally went back to China and they left me without telling me. And they took the trumpet, I swear to God. <laughs> you know what? I have a story like this that nobody would ever know about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on Evening at the Improv when I was 11. No. <laughs> No, here's something no one know about me. I mean, it's just stupid, but you didn't know it about me. Mm-hmm. I think we're, 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 this is, you know, good. When I was little, to George Carlin, I used to go over to my neighbor's house, and they would give me 7-Up in green glasses. So mm-hmm. I called it green soda. I thought it was green. I used to go, I want green soda. My parents said, there's no green soda. They have green glasses. And then 7-Up was green, too. So the whole thing looked green to me. Mm-hmm. And my dad goes, no, look, 7-Up's clear. I'm like, oh, my dad's such an idiot. I remember clearly uh, thinking that my parents... Just like they don't get it, but I was wrong in hindsight. Uh, like one time, oh, so so I used to go over there get green soda and uh, cinnamon toast. I fucking loved it. They would make you know what cinnamon toast is, and then they and then they would pour the green soda, and then I would tell my parents, I want green soda and Seven Up, green soda and Seven Up. So that's part of my life that you never knew, and probably better you didn't. <laughs> no, I made that story up. I wanted you to like me, <laughs> like that story. Have you ever road raged anyone? That's a great. Is that was that a question, mm-hmm. Mike? Do you have a? Can you give an answer here? No, the closest I ever got was I think uh, this is uh, no, no, sorry. I no, I, okay, fine. I um, the other night, I actually I was parking, and then I was making a U turn uh, up at the top of the hill, and an old man kind of road raged me. And I was making what was a perfectly legal U-turn, but it kind of like slowed him up a little bit because he started making his left, and he like flipped me off. Mm. Um, and so I, I just this is terrible, but I put my car in reverse and like backed up a foot <laughs> to kind of make him make him think like I was going to antagonize him. But then I put went in the drive and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> this just happened. This is like not that long ago. You know what? Thank you for being honest. Thanks, Daniel. 
Um, I think at this point. By the way, that makes you a pretty normal person because that was that wasn't like you and I pulled out a knife and I. No, that it was. I, I wasn't even mad. I just wanted him to feel like he was being so unreasonable, and I wanted him to feel. Relax. Don't worry about talking so much. Good interview style. <laughs> I'm the Good worst. Good interview host. style. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that would be the worst. I hear. I hear. Uh, <laughs> What if you did that? Because like you know, you, you once a... you once uh, shared a trailer with James Garner. Is that not true? No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. What if that was your host style? Like you were like Letterman, and when the guests came out that had boring stories, shh, not as good as you thought. Relax, I'll take care of it. We got a promo we can show. Okay, so uh, uh, what was the question? Sometimes I think it's... no, no, no. What was the question? If you have road rage. Okay, it was my turn. I know your tricks. Okay. Blake Wexler's reading his beer label. That's how interesting the show is. He goes, oh, I wonder if there's how much hops is in here. I wonder how much hops. I'm going to give this bit to Andy Kindler. I think he could do more with it. <laughs> Gee, I wonder how much hops is in here. I wonder how much barley. I like to know the barley content of the beer that I'm drinking. Hmm. I don't want him to know I'm jo- enjoying the show, so wonder how many beverage ounces are in here. I wonder if there's wheat in here. Okay, we're at two hours and 34 minutes, and they're, they're, they're literally have never done this before in the show, but they're making it go really big and then really small, so I'll notice it. All right, so uh, uh, road rage. Yes, once I had a road rage situation. I've had a, well, mine I used to dress, I used to dr- dress up like a cop, so I got it out in other ways. Mm-hmm. But um, road rage, um, no, I'm pretty good with that. I'm, okay. Go ahead. We have time for two more, and then we're done. Oh, this is a long one. If a person were opposite from you in every way, where would they live and what would they be uh, you like? You know what? They can shove that question up their dumb ass. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's what that person yeah, is. These people that read this is, let me tell you something. This is interesting because we're making it that interesting. That was definitely <laughs> the one they were like the most proud of, too. Like, this will really make people, yeah. give people pause. What's the biggest, who's your admirers? Remember when Jerry um, came in with that social issue? I can't even remember. We got one more. They this would the be very one. small-minded. Get that. What? What? I was thinking about everyone. Okay, ready? Okay, this is the last question. don't women want? What don't they want? What don't they want? What don't women want? What don't women want? Ask women. What are we going to sit around and guess? Katie's over there. What don't you want? That's a ridiculous question. You know what? These are boring people. I should throw this. At I'll the- tell you what they don't want is the guy on the uh, who's the complete opposite of me from the last question. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they don't want Daniel. because I'm doing just fine. This can you the- can we throw these out? These of course, proves to be no. a complete. No. Can we just try one, just one good one. Okay, uh, okay. Then we gotta say goodbye. Okay, Mike. Just- shit. Okay, clean that up, please. That's gonna drive me nuts. Okay, is it better to stay married for the kids? No. That's not it. That's it. Is, is that it really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Let me tell you something. They really go, they're really all over the place with the questions. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I have an answer for this question. Hold it. That's all right, Chris. Let me tell you something. You're nothing but a, a treat. So, Andrew, boy, did he fuck things up last week. Oh, the whole show is in the shitter. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, don't, don't clean those up. Let's leave them where they're at. I want to thank my guests. I want to say, is it better to stay married for the kids? When I have friends, I, I can't talk about the irony of ending on a serious note, but I have such passionate views on this. 
No, you never stay married for the kids. That's what everyone did in the 50s. They always go, well, yeah, back then you stay married. And yeah, and you're, you're, yeah, because when kids grow up in a loveless marriage, they don't sense it. That's what you have to say to go, oh, no, they have no idea. No, no, you mean you think if the two parents stay married, the kids, the kids smell that? No, no. That's how dumb that sounds. Okay? See what you did? You got me all angry again. No, you didn't. <laughs> I liked it. Can I tell you something as we, as we leave? I think we did the smartest thing tonight, and I want to thank Katie for just being patient. If, you, if your show's not going right, you do longer, like we talked about. It is funny that this is the longest show we've ever done, and the worst, which makes it, which makes it the best. You remember what I was saying before about thinking about you guys? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that same thought's coming back to me. We had, this was like, this was a weird journey, but we took it. I don't know what happened. There was, hey, you know what? There were people at one point, people were going, it's not that bad. Then there was another point when they go, I think it's getting there. I know, I get it. Now people at home are going, he really does get it. Yes, I get it. At one point, they were like, it's actually got another 45 minutes left. He can probably take it. He's had this. And then at one point, they're like, I don't think it's happening. And then we got there and we're like, no, they're getting. And then we went back. You know why roller coasters go up and down? So you appreciate the up part? Right. Would you want a roller coaster if it only went up, 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 up? No. Would you want one that only went down, down, down? No. You want one that goes up yes. and down. So what? In essence, we did it perfect tonight. Do you know what the roller coaster ride we took the audience through? It was. There were times it was so fucking funny, and then it sucked. Yesterday. I'm not young anymore. I've got to live my life. We took a roller coaster ride tonight. And it took my best friends in the world, Daniel and Mike and Chris and Blake and Sam and Katie and Mikey to take the roller coaster ride of my life. And for that, I bid you a farewell. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my last show. Oh. I made you a promise that when I had done all I could do, I would walk. All right, I'll stay. That's the guy, really, he doesn't. <laughs> nah, I'm not going anywhere. Don't fool yourself. We're in this together. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of everyone here at the show, what a roller coaster ride. I, I you know, whew, I overdo it now. Yeah. Ah! Goodbye. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. I love saying goodbye. I'm the guy who loves saying goodbye. Goodbye. From the bottom of my heart to your ears. To sit in a room with people that you like. Everybody in this room I have an affection for. And the fact that I get to do a show might take the cards and put them down and take in some of what I'm saying. Even comedically, that's rude. Like, I, even though it's a joke, there's echo, there's music. Oh, I'll just futz around. Really? That's better than what I was doing? Saving this shit show and you can't even give me the respect while I'm going in. This show's ending on a high note. I fucking pulled it off. And you sit there and you read those cards. I want the listening audience to realize you knew, we know what happened. I saved the show. So I want Mike to look at me with some admiration, not read through the fucking cards that did nothing for this show. But because I love you, it melts. Goodbye, my special friends. You mean the world to me. And I'm so glad that we had this time. <laughs>
together. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 